Our new partner who I'm really, really excited to announce we are working with. Super, super stoked. Thank you, Angie Huberman, for this connect. It's incredible. Uh, AG1 Athletic Greens. I've been using them for a while. I have them every morning on an empty stomach. Basically, take one scoop and you put it into a uh, cup or glass or mug of eight ounces of cold water. And this is all your greens for the day. You're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole foods, source superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens. Every day I take this, it's so good for my digestion, my energy. It's simple. It's easy. I don't like taking a lot of vitamins. This has been really, really helpful for me. I've had a lot of stomach issues my whole life, and ever since I've been gluten-free and taking the AG1s, it's really helped me in my stomach in the mornings. I love it, and I'm so psyched that they're part of the One Life One Chance podcast. I'm sure a lot of people don't like eating greens, let alone drinking your greens, but I can tell you straight up, it's got a mild tropical taste, and the taste is actually really refreshing, and I really look forward to it each morning. Don't, don't think it's just going to be just straight bland. Um, it tastes really, really good, um, and it's good for you, so remember that. This one blend of ingredients supports your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, your energy, recovery, focus, and aging. It's incredible, just one scoop, especially for musicians who are vegans or just musicians in general who want to get those daily greens. You can get the packets. It's incredible. I just gave some to my friend Derek from Sepultura. He traveled the whole entire world this summer, and he had, he had those every single day. He said it's, it saved him. I bring AG1s with me when I travel. It helps me stay healthy. You know the deal. If you're on tour and you are uh, a picky eater, but you need to have your greens, sometimes catering doesn't have greens. Sometimes you miss the catering. Sometimes you miss the backstage food. Sometimes it's too late after the show to go get food that you like. So if you just have a, a scoop of uh, AG1s in your hotel room before you go to bed or you're in the hotel room at night and you're starving and you want something healthy, boom, life changer. Right now, it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with some convenient daily nutrition. That's all you need. One scoop in a cup every day. That's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. This is it. I'm super psyched. And to make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash OLLC. Again, that's athleticgreens.com slash OLLC to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. This is incredible. I love it. It's just basic greens. For me personally, this has changed my life tremendously. I'm not a junk food vegan. I don't eat a lot of fake meat, so I'm strictly, strictly greens. And this has been a wonderful, wonderful new addition to my life. So once again, visit athleticgreens.com slash OLLC. And get one free year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. Athleticgreens.com slash OLOC. Yo, yo, Liquid Death, thank you so much for hydrating all my guests, taking care of me and my family and my friends. Love your water, love your brand, love what you stand for, love what you give back to the community. If you want to learn more about Liquid Death and how it started, listen to episode 115 with the co-founder, owner, and creator of Liquid Death, Mike Cesario. Just a punk rock skateboarding kid from Delaware with a dream. It's an incredible story, incredible journey. So if you go liquiddeath.com slash Toby, you get free shipping on any items you order from liquiddeath.com. And if you want to get water, liquid death water, go to amazon.com. But for merchandise and other things that's not water, go to liquiddeath.com slash Toby and get free shipping. Thank you so much, liquid death. Death to plastic, murder your thirst, stay hydrated. You know H2O saves lives. Your mom brought, brought you somewhere? Yeah, my dead. first like hardcore show was at the Trocadero in Philly to see you guys. And the, my mom brought me and my friend Andrew. 
Who we what year was that? Who were you playing with? Uh, this was '99. It was you, Saves the Day, Ooh. Ensign, Ooh. and uh, I had heard about the Philly gangs, the Ninth Circle. And my friends are like, dude, are you sure you want to go? Those guys, if they don't like the way you look, they're going to beat you up in the pit. You should wear a cup. And I was like, That's oh, okay. That's a thing back then. I didn't even know that. Holy shit. Yeah, Philly was fucking rough. So I was like, oh, my God, I'm so scared. I'm braces. I, I curly head, but I would, like, gel it up to do, like, Liberty Spikes. <laughs> hardware store necklace, you know, because yeah, I saw yeah. Nick Trainer do it from Link 80, and I'm like, Link okay, 80. cool, yeah. yeah. And so we go, and I'm wearing a, a cup with a jock strap because I'm like, what if these guys kick me? And wow. my mom drops me and my friend off, and we see friends in line, Philly, Chinatown, Trocadero, and uh, these guys get let us in, in front, and um, we're uh, in line, and my mom leaves, and all of a sudden, she pulls back up around, and it's like the toughest motherfuckers, mohawk, scary guys. I'm 14. Everyone's like so old. And my mom pulls up, rolls her window down, and everything stopped. And she goes, Ian, Ian, here's a roll of quarters for you and Andrew in case you get hurt. <laughs> and I was like, oh, my God, Mom. And everyone's like, oh, there's his mommy. And I was like, you're going to get me killed. <laughs> oh, I was Holy so scared. Shit. Yeah, I was so scared. <laughs> but then you ended up getting jumped at a pie taster show at the Trocadero, correct? I didn't get jumped. I just got, like, beat up in the pit. There was, okay, like, this okay. boy guy. That was my first, like, ska show. Okay. It was Pie Tasters, Catch-22, and Pilfers. And Cooley Ranks was, like, handing out tapes. Catch-22, oh, wow. In the, yeah, in, in the line. And we were like, oh, my God, that's Cooley Ranks. And, uh, dude, so we go, like, in the pit, and there was just this oi dude okay. with, like, suspenders stomping around. And it felt like he was, like... A, a giant, giant. Yeah. and I was just it felt like his foot came down on me yeah. like I was like two inches tall and I was like I never want to leave this is amazing oh, damn. <laughs> I want to be here forever this is it this is the be all end all I mean the Trocadero had some incredible shows man oh yeah is that venue still around no, no man oh, no really? and yeah. they fought to save we were going to go out there and play a show for it it was Within oh, the like past a benefit 10 years. to like help it yeah I mean it's, it's such a it's such a staple iconic wow. venue you guys mention it in uh, Faster than the, the world, world. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Tomorrow's the Philly truck show. Yeah. That yeah. was the coolest shit hearing that. Yeah, that was amazing. <laughs> Wait, so it was a was it? How big was that room? Pretty freaking big, man. Yeah, it was like an old maybe? theater. Oh, it was an old and theater. Okay. Yeah, dude, the shut. They had no barricades. Stage it was, was so high. Yep, the stage yep, was so yep. high. You, we would crowd surf to the front and then get on stage and then stage dive off. <laughs> it was the best, dude. Wow. Sometimes if they did have a barricade, if we were opening up for the Boston's or a bigger band. They would give me a ramp. I could put the ramp down onto the barricade so I could go to the crowd, and kids would come up and dive off my little ramp. Wow, that's actually really, like that's a little dope. bridge, a little hardcore bridge. Well, dude, I just remember, like, I didn't know anything. I just knew, like, I liked the music, and your name was Toby, and I didn't know <laughs> anything else. And I just, like, you know, I would find these bands by looking at your, like, thank yous on the liner notes and then check those bands out. But I, I didn't, you know, and I had to go to a record store to check it out, whatever, yeah. whatever. And uh, I just remember being at the truck, seeing you guys, and then you played Guilty by Association, and Freddie came out and from, like, it was like he just, like, appeared. And, dude, <laughs> th there was, like, a rumble, and everyone popped off, and I remember being like, who's that? <laughs> What's happening? <laughs> like, it was just, like, this earthquake of just, like, and yeah. I was like, what the hell is this? Damn. Yeah. That's, that's I got into that was your first later, time but... seeing Freddie Madball. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And then later I printed out the lyrics to Pride and put it on my 
bedroom wall. There you go. Wow. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. A, and I'd read it and be like, yeah. What a great song, though, man. I know. Oh, my, that was like my anthem to get through all my sure. shit when I was younger, you know? Wow. Yeah. Well, shit. Welcome to the podcast. Ah, hey. Yes. Yeah. Chappelle, thanks for being here, my co-host today. Yeah. Ian Fidance, is that Fidance, is that correct? You nailed it, bro. Thank yeah, you for Fidance. being here, man. Thank you for having me. Got another comic on the pod. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. I'm another comic excited. comic from the core. Yeah, yeah. From the sky and from the punk. Uh-huh. Yes. I love that. I love how these worlds collide. Me too. Dude, we I was I think we yeah, we were talking about yesterday, like just like how our worlds have been, especially you and I, because we're like a rarity in the comedy world as far mm. as like there's not too many you got Chris Estrada from this fool like he yes. you know he's he's with the shits too he's, like, a hard, he's a hardcore historian yeah yeah historian yeah. so like it's like cool like I mean last night when, when I walked out on stage there was this dude right up front in a choking victim shirt and I was like Sick. I was like it's, yeah. it's like cool like yeah. watching these these people come out to the shows. Yeah, yeah hardcore yeah. kids like to laugh too. Yeah, totally. yeah, yeah. Totally. Totally. Yeah. Totally. yeah, like to laugh. Totally. Yeah, it. Yeah, it's it's wild too because all the bands I love are like becoming fans of mine, and we do merch True. trades, and that's like Ooh. really cool. And uh, you know, just going and like a ama- and and also it's so cool to amass an audience that because you know I'd say like ninety eight percent of people in like punk ska hardcore like really loving and fun and that was like my favorite part is like you get knocked out and people pick you up and everything totally. yeah so it's like very fun giving audience and and i try to be like i, I want to be the singer of a hardcore band so when i'm on stage i'm like you know gripping the mic yeah yeah like throwing myself you, the you, do have that. you do have that yeah. like energy the energy yeah yeah. yeah yeah and it's cool to now have people kind of resonate with that and at the same time like we were talking last night about going to shows and being in the pit and people are like, like I was a turnstile and I'm, yeah. I'm like dancing and these guys are like, whoa, yeah, yeah. and I was like, let's sing. And we like put our arms so around cool, each other. Singing it's, it's, gang like, vocals. it's like, it happened you in Arizona. Awesome. Yeah, it's yeah. such a cool feeling. I'm yeah. like, I, I don't know. I don't even, like I said, I don't even know how to explain it. Cause it's what's cool about this is like, it's been with us since our youth. Yes. And we would just never like left it. Yep. It's just like when people were like, oh, I haven't gone to a show in a while. Like, I mean. I, we go to shows literally all the time. Yeah, That's like, the best. I like just never really stop. Yeah. You know, and so, you know, to have people like actually enjoy this thing that's kind of outside of that world. Yeah. That I do. And it's, and it's, I don't know, it's just a good feeling. It's such different worlds, but it's really connected as well. It's like it's, a small oh, world. Yeah. I have way more in common with musicians and people in that community than I do with, I mean, obviously, say, like yeah. comedy is my you know life's blood and I, i'm a comic yeah through and through and and obviously i relate but i'd much rather talk about like music and like oh. stuff like that and there's such a kinship with life on the road and touring and yeah. like being in a shitty van and you know horrible living and sleeping on yeah. floors and not knowing how you're gonna eat and mm-hmm. then like you start to get bigger you know it, yeah. there's such a interconnection there yeah do you and, have this thing after your shows where People will come up to me, come up to you, and like, just start talking about like the scene or whatever city you're in. Oh yeah, yeah, it's like yeah, really so cool. cool. Like that's, that's so been happening much, like a I, lot. I go, dude, I just, would, <laughs> and I and I'll talk to those people for yes! forever. And it's not that I won't talk to people that don't yeah. come from the world. I talk to totally. all those people, but there's just something about that connection because it's like uh, a thing that excites me all the time. Of course, yes. yeah. So when people are like, hey. We have a really good scene here in Richmond. I'm like, what? Yeah. Tell me about it. Like, I want to hear all about it. You know? Yeah, dude. There's a great scene in Salt Lake City, and oh, yeah. uh, this guy <laughs> sent me. This guy's in this band called Absolve, and he sent me 
them. He sent me snake eyes and spent, mm-hmm. and I'm rocking a spent hoodie, and and they're coming out to my shows at Wise Guys, and I'm I think I might fly in the night before to go to their show. Oh, that's yeah. cool, and man. it's it's awesome, and and I'd much rather talk about that and now kids are coming out to shows and they're giving me their seven inches and like i'm getting into other bands through that and then i wear band shirts and push them and get more people into that music it's it's like really really neat and Mm -hmm. i'd much rather talk about your your local music scene or who you saw recently or like your tattoo shop than someone being like what do you think of this podcast drama or like (laughs) did you see this special and i'm like no i don't care yeah i don't care about any of that no, you guys tell me about the in that first oh, time God. you got we're... knocked out at a fucking show when you were nine. Yeah, yeah, you know? <laughs> yeah tell me that <laughs> yeah. story. Yeah, I punched a Nazi in the head when I was 14, yeah, yeah. and then I ran out of the venue because I was scared. <laughs> <laughs> so you started going to shows early, like 14, you're saying? Yeah, I think my mom hated Damn. me. She would just drop me off in Philly. <laughs> I think she was just trying to hang out with my stepdad alone. And be like, go wander. Do you have brothers and sisters? I'm an only child. Okay. Yeah. So you were just out there going to shows at a young age. Your mom was cool. She wasn't worried. Dude, she wasn't. My mom was the best. The first concert I ever went to. Well, the first like concert I went to was Lois and Bram. Okay. Do you remember them? Skimming a rinky dinky dink. Skimming a rinky do. I love you. Is that okay. like a, is that like for children? I love you in the morning and in the <laughs> afternoon. Is this- yeah, it's a children's It's like pre-Teletubby thing. shit? Or? Oh, yeah. Okay. It's like 1989. Okay. Oh, damn. Okay. Right, yeah. Right. I mean, I look like I'm <laughs> in Lois and Bram. Yeah. It was a guy with a handlebar mustache. And they took me to that. And I was always like musical. Like when my when my mom was pregnant, my dad would play guitar up to her belly or like put records on and it's put cool. her belly up to the so. speaker. We had videos of them bopping me around to records. And I was always just like... I mean, my last name's Fidance. Dance is in my name. Uh, I understand if you want me to leave. And uh, so I, my mom tells this story about like during The Little Mermaid, I got up in the theater and just started dancing up and down the aisles. So I've always been like whatever. And when I found music, that was like the key to unlock this thing in me. And so my mom was just the coolest in like allowing me to have that part of my life yeah you know and she would take me up to philly she dropped me off at the record store that was my first job and uh my mom took me to metallica because i loved metallica and she took me into that at the spectrum in like 97 and she wore all black she painted her nails black to be like that's amazing yeah and dude this guy was smoking a joint in front of us and she was like can you please put that out my son is here and he goes fuck you lady and my mom used to do this thing when she would beat me where (laughs) 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 i was a bad kid she'd take her knuckle like this and dude she's fucking punched him in the back and goes put that fucking thing out right now and the guy tap danced on it was like i'm sorry i'm sorry and I was oh, like, wow. this is fucking awesome yeah, let's go, mom. You know? all these construction workers like drunk they're like you got a cool mom dude <laughs> dresses all black i my mom took me to be danzig wow. at the cherry hill tower records when mm-hmm. i was in sixth or seventh grade and I brought my guitar, and he signed it and taught me how to play my first bar chord. No way. Wow, yes. Dude. And that's how I got into the Misfits, because I was into Danzig, and then I listened to the Misfits. To so like, you went the other way. Yes. That's cool. Yeah. 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 And so I went out, and I got the Misfits, and I was going to have them sign it, but they made an announcement, Mr. Danzig won't talk about the Misfits, he won't sign Misfits, whatever. So my mom Mr. was in- Mr. Danzig? Yeah, Mr. Danzig. <laughs> Hello, Mr. Danzig. Mr. Danzig. Uh, and my mom was like in line with us. And dude, Danzig like 
took a liking to me, was nice, was like, hang out and like talking to me in between whatever's. Wow. And then the conversation slowly shifted to talking to my mom and uh, <laughs> slowly uh, I could no longer hold his attention. And then he was like, why don't you guys uh, come on the tour bus? I'll get you tickets for tonight. And I'm like, uh, no okay. way. Yeah. And my, I think my mom sniffed what was going on because he was trying to sniff her i guess and she was like we're not going we're not going i'm like mom dancing could have been my father what did you fucking do dude yeah yeah because yeah, he's like late 60s now or something like that oh, yeah. yeah i think he's like 67 wow man mm-hmm. so did you graduate from school like were you a good student yeah i had to work like really hard um and like during like lunch, go see teachers to like take notes and everything, and and like uh, you hyperactive, like you are always been hyperactive. Oh my god, bro, uh, just a total problem. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, I yeah, I graduated high school, and then I, I was in a ska band, and that was like that really was in high cool. school. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. My my first day of school, high school, I wore an Operation Ivy shirt to like throw up a flag. And this senior came up to me and was like, oh, you like Operation Ivy? And I was like, yeah, you have a lesson, Jake Pin. I just taught myself to play uh, like automatic on the guitar. And he's like, wow. you play guitar? Do you want to be in a band? And I was like, oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And uh, yeah, it was, it was amazing. Pennies was born. Yeah. 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 Well, they had been a band before us, but the guitarist left for college. And then I replaced him and I got my buddy Rick to play with us. So it was like a two guitar assault. And you started playing guitar when you were younger, super younger? Yeah. Self-taught? Yeah, yeah kind of. I mean, I would go, I, I don't know, between you and me and the lamppost, I wasn't very good. <laughs> you know? Yeah. On, on our last record, I think I played on one song, but I was, wow. yeah, but I did sing hardcore vocals like Jamie Josto on one of our, like, because we turned into kind of like a, because me and the singer were super into hardcore and we yeah. were like pushing to be like harder, harder and everything. Yeah. So. But yeah, towards the end, I think I was more of a mascot than a band member. <laughs> you know what I mean? I bet you went off on stage though, probably. Bro, insane. Yeah. It was the best. Yeah. I would like just stage dive and, and fucking lose my mind, you know. And and that's what's so amazing about, you know, this type of music is it's such a outlet. Yeah. It's yeah. the best, man. Best outlet. And especially really like I, I really look at so many comics and I'm like, I almost pity you. That you didn't have this this thing. thing, yeah, you know, yeah, and we still have it, yeah, we still have it, totally it's never left, yeah, it's, absolutely, it's like a spirit but, in us, but yeah. to like not be able to grow up with that, and like I don't know, it was just like you know being in school, looking forward to the weekend, like going up to that, sh- it was just oh such a, a and a, I don't know who I would be without it, yeah, you know, and then being excited like when when I was younger, like being excited to go. Like, oh, this show's all ages I could go. Hell yeah. yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. like just and that like excitement. Going and seeing all the flyers, I would like yeah. take the fly. My bedroom is still covered in flyers. Oh, you know, like cool. these black and white oh, flyers yeah. and uh going getting hopping in the car, driving two hours to warp tour. Yeah. Like, you know, it, it was I, I'm I'm so fortunate and lucky. And also that exposed me to so many different people and yeah. diversity and like so many different ways it opens of the door to so so many different yeah cultures. just like such a positive yeah. way because i was like a bad kid man if i didn't have this music i mean being straight edge i mean that certainly you know went by the wayside how old were you when you straight edge like what, what uh, years? i oh, bro this is so embarrassing from like 14 to i think uh 15 uh, 
21. Those years are kind of important because there is a lot of peer pressure. There's a lot of shit happening at that yeah. young age. Yeah. You, you know what I mean? So that might have saved, totally saved you. Oh, it yeah. totally did, dude. And But then in, in a way, it, it like really, I went off the deep end because that was such a part of my identity mm. and I felt so much shame breaking and my, you know, like my friends aren't going to talk to me, the guys I run with. And then even my other friends, like, you know, I, I, I was so embarrassed. So I started drinking alone and because I, and dude, I would go to bars alone and turn my coat inside out and like wear a disguise. Like I was wow. like a Senator going to get my dick sucked in an airplane bathroom. <laughs> like, dude, it was crazy. Yeah. I'm like, I, nobody can know. So I was like Damn. drinking alone and everything. And then it was like off to the races and it was kind of fun wow. for my drunk friends to be like, let's get Ian drunk. And then after like three weeks, they're like, let's not get Ian drunk. Yeah, yeah. Wow. It was like a problem immediately. What, what made you start drinking? You think, um bored or just no well it was it was kind of like alienating because when i went to college i uh i went to school in new york city and i didn't like i it's so funny man because i would go to shows and everything in like delaware and philly and then when i went to new york i was just like scared i guess and it was like really alienating college i only had like a couple friends and they all drank Wait, so scared of what uh, the city. Oh, got it, got yeah. it. Okay, like, because I never left think. Delaware. Yeah, Delaware. Yeah. Yeah. And I would, like, visit Philly, but, you know, I was just, like... You know. Intimidating. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I had always wanted to be there. But instead of fall, like I would go to CBGBs like alone, wow. and then I never made like friends. You know, so I would just go to these shows alone and like stage dive by myself and everything. And uh, wow. I just stopped going and would hang out with these other guys and they would drink and I would, I was always like fun, not drinking, but then it was kind of like alienating like, man, cause I would just go home all by myself at like 10 PM. Cause it's like, everybody's hammered, wow. you know, I might as well. And then, uh, and, and also like, you know, all this shit was happening with my family and I was like, well, I might as well, you know, yeah. and, uh, it, it was just like, and, and it's so funny cause I never put this together, but when I was drinking and doing drugs, I stopped listening to hardcore and punk wow. and ska. Really? I turned into a Marshall Tucker band song. Wow. I would just like <laughs> listen to like, you know, Atlantic City by the band and, and yeah. Wow. Oh yeah, my is who I am. You know, like really? I, yeah, yeah. I, I turned what into What a route to take. That's crazy. Yeah, I would just put on like ZZ Top records and just drink vodka alone and be like You know what? Yeah, it's wow. very interesting. Cause now that I think about it, you just made me realize something. Like my heaviest moments of drinking I was listening to a lot of Led Zeppelin. Yeah. So much Led wow. Zeppelin. Yeah. I never thought about that until yeah. now. That's the soundtrack. I wonder if it is. There's just something about it. And mm. like, yeah, you like you see those those artists, you know, where they got the whiskey on their amps and mm -hmm. shit like that. Mm -hmm. and I, I think that's just like their, wild. Well, I also their culture felt like or shame. Whatever. Like, I can't listen to 10-yard fight if I'm drinking. You yeah. Know? Mm, like, yeah. dude, one night I... I you know, Adam used to work at, at a, he used to bounce at a bar in Manhattan <laughs> yeah. and I was drunk and I saw him there and I apologized for breaking edge. And I was like, I'm drunk now. I'm sorry, man. You guys like were so important to me, but I'm Cherry drunk Tavern, now, I think, man. or something. Yeah. Like that. Oh, yeah. Wow. And he was such a sweetheart and was so was nice, like, but kids, I mate. was like such, yeah, 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 literally. Yeah. And and I was wow. just like, yeah, yeah. I lived to you guys saved my life, but now I can, you know, I'm sorry. Don't tell Toby. You know? <laughs> 
what inspired you to go straight edge back then? Was it 10-yard fighting that you threw uh, all those bands and stuff? or No, I mean, dude, well, I started drinking in, like, eighth grade, and I was a mess. Wow. The first time I got drunk, I tried to fight my stepdad. And then, like, I no, we was all do such that. a pathetic... <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I just remember coming home drunk and, like, jumping at him like a spider monkey. And he just kind of, like, held me and like, put me in bed. It was like, enough. And uh, I was just, like, a mess off the bat, dude. I passed out in the front yard of a party, like, the first time I drank. And I, like, tried to buy weed off this guy and was like, listen, man, I don't have any money, but my grandmother's giving me a check for Christmas. If you give me the money now, I'll give you the Christmas check. Wow. And uh, and then that guy on his AOL profile put for his interests uh, ripping off fags for weed like Ian. And I was like, oh I got to get my life together. Yeah, it was like a joke, Fuck. you know. It was, was it immediately it was pathetic. Was it, the kids you, was it the kids you were hanging out with at the time? Yeah. yeah. And, well, they weren't like, so they weren't like, they claimed to be your friend, but weren't really... Yeah. yeah, yeah, but but also like in grade school, man, I, and and dude, I have so many like there's something out there that has saved me so many times because yeah. I was trying to do like acid and weed when I was in seventh grade, and the older kids wouldn't give it to me. Wow! And when I was a fall down gutter drunk, I tried so many times to get heroin, and I was told no by a drug dealer. I was supposed to pick it up from a guy and I blacked out and got drunk on the train and missed the stop in Bensonhurst. Like wow. so these things happened where it's something outside of me yeah. stopped, stopped me you from, from yeah. that, you know. And I've had moments like that where there's there's just something out there, man, that has like kept me in safety. It's interesting, me, man. You know? Yeah. Are you a religious person? Uh, I uh, You Catholic? Yeah, I Grace grew up Catholic. Catholic, but like yeah. I have a relationship with with something yeah out there you know someone's looking out for you for sure dude yeah yeah totally i mean my dad died when i was eight and that it's my my mom's always like you have guardian angels you have guardian angels and when we like get up front parking at like <laughs> texas roadhouse she's like that's your grandfather he always <laughs> takes care of us i'm like yeah like, for like parking <laughs> yeah thanks mom I, I, I lost my dad and now was three but i feel like that too there is something watching yeah. me as well for yeah sure I don't know what it is. If well, it's him and somebody else. Hearing or... you sing about that in your music helped me. You know, wow, thank you. And and like, because I was the only one. No yeah. one in my friend group. I was the only one without a dad. And the only people I knew without dads were the ones singing about it. Mm. I didn't have anyone in my yeah. personal life like that. Yeah, you know? which is like crazy. It's but... hard when you're young too, man. That shit's really hard. Oh man. yeah, yeah. To get closure and have all that stuff, you know, like. Oh totally, and it took so long. I'm finally there. Like it's. How did he pass? Uh, he, it was an accident at, at work. He worked on a train yard. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. It was gnarly. Damn. Yeah, it was like a massively traumatic experience. Like it splintered the entire family, everything. Wow. Like we didn't see his side of the family for like two decades. It was like my, we couldn't go around other people that reminded us of my dad. Cause my mom would be like such a mess, you wow. know? And then we never talked about it. The first time I ever talked about my dad the day he died with my mom was Christmas 2019. Oh, Whoa. wow. Yeah, wow. dude. Yeah. So. Just block these things out and just keep Oh, moving. totally. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm I'm eight. I, yeah. I didn't know anything, but I knew that if I cried, everyone around me got sad. So it was my job to be happy and everyone else was happy. Mm -hmm. And in the meantime, my mom and I 
never talked about it. And so we would just go into separate parts of the house and, and God bless her. She was there for me always trying to hold it down for you. Yeah. Yeah. And, and dude, she worked a million fucking jobs. Like my mom is such a fucking amazing angel woman, Yeah, but it's like so traumatic. But I found music and that was the thing that I would go in my room and like listen to records and yeah. like read, read lyrics. And then like once I found shows and everything, that was like amazing. Life man. Yeah. yeah. So and, healing. And I'm like such a happy, like smiley guy because yeah. I had to be. But I have so much shit on the inside and that music helped me feel it. You don't know? you feel like, don't you feel like, yeah. uh, I, I, I felt like this and it, you know, let me know if you felt this too. Yeah. But didn't you feel like that was that was your best friend? Yeah. That's how I feel about like yeah. when I thought about like thinking about growing up and all the shit that I was going through, that music and, and that that specific oh, yeah. culture yep. and that world was my best friend. It saved me. Yeah. It you can always me. count on them. Count, always count on the music. Always yeah. count on it. Uh-huh. It's yeah. always there. Song or record. You know, the, always. the lyrics are just going to hit you in yeah. so many different ways. You and know? what's wild about that is so my, my dad – Died and and right around the time I started drinking, I never when I was straight edge, it was like, I don't want him to look down and and be upset with me. I want to make him proud, you know. Mm. And and the him he was such a role model and an amazing guy that in his death he's still been able to keep me on the level because I just yeah. want him to be proud and you know sure. I, and and I loved him so much. He was such a cool dude. I want people that never met him to meet me and go, oh, if I like Ian, I would have loved John. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. Awesome. that's cool. And uh, I, around when I was like 19, 20, 21, I found all these old journals of his and I found these letters he wrote me. Every day before he left for work, he would write me a letter on a legal pad. Wow. And I found these stacks of letters and I found these journals he wrote when he was 24 before he met my mom. And that, because I always wanted to know him as an adult. I never knew him, you know? So I got to know him in that way. And in the journals, he never drank, never did drugs. But in the journals, I found out he was a drug addict and an alcoholic. And that made me go, oh, well, if he did it, I can do it. Wow. You know? And I found all these old tapes of his. So he would make mixtapes from records. And the music that it was was Marshall Tucker Band, Little yeah. Feet, all that stuff. So uh-huh. that's when I started to listen to it. Interesting. Because yeah. I wanted to be like him. Yeah. But not in like a positive way. Mm-hmm. And that's How old was he when he passed? 37. 37. So wow. I'm older than him now. Yeah. Which yeah. is like a mind, a, fuck, a mind fuck. You know? Wow. It's crazy. Uh-huh. Yeah. It's crazy that all that stuff you get to read through. That must have been heavy too, just reading everything and oh, dude, it, it was yeah. fucking wild. But my again, like my mom and I didn't even know how to communicate. I'm sad. Yeah. So when I would watch videos of us, my mom would be like, "Don't watch it. You get weird." <laughs> you know? So like, <laughs> she's like, Don't "You're being emotion. a weirdo." Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, you know what's interesting? I I, I think about that. Like, it, you know, this. I mean, we've all lost some pretty close people yeah. in our lives, uh, each and every one of us right here at this table. And what's interesting, and I, I wonder if you guys find this, and you know, I'll reference the story that you told me, but you know, I always feel like when these people that we love so much and they loved us back extremely, you know, after they pass, you know, there's this thing where they kind of like, I don't know, like this just the universe like just leaves this thing of them behind for you to find yeah. and you find this thing and all of a sudden it just brings you even closer yeah. even though they're not here like yeah. when you told me the story of you and your brothers when you went to your dad's grave and 
there was a, a what was it a water symbol? No, there's a quote on my dad's grave. It says, uh, "Lead us to the, lead us to the stream of life-giving water." And his band's mm. called H2O. On my dad's gravestone, lead us to the spring of life-giving water. My dad's grave. It's so random. Oh my dude. god. It's uh, so random, man. You see what I'm saying? Like, there's these it's tripped yeah. out, right? Yeah. yeah, that really fucked me up, man. Yeah, it's crazy. It's like they leave these footprints. Yes, but you got to be able to turn on your little black light in your head to see them. Yeah, you know? for sure. And if you're open to it, you can. But if you're blocked off through like other things, it's harder. But when you find them, it's amazing. You know, yeah. and, and that makes me want to leave a good thumbprint on life, so that. Whoever I leave behind can find that thumbprint and mm -hmm. hope that guides them along. Yep. You know, yeah. like I always feel like there's little winks and nods from something out there that's that's let me know it's all right. You know, yeah. and, and I got to tell you, the first time we met at Bray Improv, you did jokes about your dad being locked up and everything. Yeah, yeah. And man, I have wanted to joke about like talk about my dad on stage for years. And I've tried it and I got scared and it was such a traumatic thing that I never like really dealt with. And uh, the crowd could f feel it. When yes. I would talk about it. Yes. The crowd would they get feel it. And, and dude, I've tried so long to work out that material and I stopped for a long time. I was like, I guess I'm never going to talk about it. And dude, I'm telling you, seeing you up there talk about your dad and the shit you went through. I was like, dude, fucking try. Yeah. Fucking try. That's some heavy shit. So and you're getting I could, laughs. I could tell you how I did it. So, because I have three different dads, obviously. He's my stepfather, hey, adoptive father. Too and, for you. And yeah. My, yeah. Uh, well, I did father. it last night. I yeah, don't know yeah. if you saw, but I, I yeah. did. I like worked on it. And yeah. you and Rosebud Baker really helped me with that. Just watching how you guys deal with Shout those, out to Rosebud, by yes, the way. Yes. Those traumatic things and making yeah. it. Yeah. Well, because, so like, you know, funny. so I, when I first started, I was like, I want to write a joke about my abusive stepfather. Yeah. Right. And so. I mean, when I started doing it, again, the crowd was uncomfortable. And yeah. I go, why the fuck are they not laughing at this? And I, and I was like, but I'm not giving up on this damn joke. Because yeah. I was like, I, I feel it. And I want to talk about it. And it's because it's, of the way my brain's thinking about it. Mm -hmm. And then what I realized was the way I was talking about my stepfather on stage, I was like, oh, I still sound upset about it. I still sound like I'm in a lot of pain. Yeah. So people see that pain and they're like, oh, okay. Yeah. And so mm. what I had to do was like, really go back and I thought I had forgave and you know forgotten all right, or right. just like you know overcame all that shit and I realized I didn't mm -hmm. so I had to go and dig back and then I just started learning all these things about my stepfather then all of a sudden I had this like empathy for him once I because I would ask my mom questions mm -hmm. they're not together anymore but right. you know I would ask my mom like all these questions about him and mm -hmm. like his past and blah 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 and she would tell me and, you know not, not in uh, a, a way to like shit on him and I was like oh my god so then it like helped me find this way of talking about them in such a fun way yeah. that like catches people off guard because yeah, you would expect me to go fuck that dude. Yeah. But I was just yeah. like, nah, how yeah. about if I go, he was tight, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know? And I find like these weird, funny things <laughs> yeah. about him that was like funny to me. And it's like, and yeah, the guy was fucking, yeah. Okay. And isn't it funny that the search for truth on stage and off co coincides to yeah. the point where as as long as you're truthful and digging in your personal life, your stage life will flourish as well. Oh, for sure. You know, yeah. I mean, you writing, uh, you know, Sunday morning or Sunday, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, yeah. mm -hmm. like that song yep. right there. And, you know, a lot of, you know, just to name one of them, you have so many of them, but I'm pretty sure that that song for you, was that the first song you wrote about your father? Uh, we had a song called Go off the demo about my dad, but this, this is the most, yeah, this is the most 
got deep on that one. Yeah, 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 that's yeah. what I'm saying. Yeah, so I still get emotional saying that sometimes. I get emotional listening. In the crowd too. Thank yeah, you, man. For yeah, sure. I mean, I, I broke down in Mexico. We opened for Pennywise like seven years ago. Somebody's phone's on. I started crying. I started getting emotional singing. The crowd was so singing it, and I just kind of lost it on stage. And I had to stop the song. I was tripping, dude. I don't oh, know really? Why. It was this moment. Yeah. Was, was the crowd like singing with you and stuff? Yeah, and then they started crying in front. They saw me crying. It was weird. Oh, oh really? God. It was intense, right? And then we started the song. That's really? amazing. Just because the crowd was so awesome and everybody was singing it word for word, I was like, holy shit. I don't know. I just had a weird moment there. Oh, yeah. that's got to that's yeah. gotta be. That's beautiful. That, yeah, that's, yeah. yeah, that's different. That's incredible. Yeah. It's amazing. Very man. therapeutic writing, yeah. writing music, man. Did you ever get therapy for all your stuff too? Oh, yeah. Oh, you did? Yeah. Hell yeah. But, but I, I like, dude, immediately they put me in like group therapy mm. and all this shit and I hated it. And then I, I was like Matt Damon in Goodwill Hunting. Like <laughs> they would put me in therapy and I would just make shit up and like lie. Like one time I went in, I put I took a pen and put all these dots on my arm and started smacking my veins and told the guy I was on like heroin. And I was in like eighth grade just so I wouldn't have to deal talk about anything. I was like, oh, sorry, I've been hitting the needle again. And the guy, <laughs> wow. the guy told my mom, like, I can't see this kid anymore. <laughs> you know? So so. Can I ask you something then? Yeah, yeah, Because, yeah. yeah, you you started therapy. They put you in, like, what what grade? You said eighth grade? I was in second grade. Oh, second grade. Oh, so, wow, eight year, so eight years old. Yeah. So That's young, man. So to, 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 to think about it, they put me in anger management at, like, 15. Uh-huh. But, I mean, I just think my maturity level was just yeah. so... Like, think about going to try to talk about your feelings as an eight-year-old. That's crazy. Like, even, even let alone, like, at 15, I was Dude, like, I don't, I yeah. was like, what do you guys want me to say? I, I'll yeah. never forget, I was in this group therapy thing, and it was all these, I was the youngest one there. Yeah. And it was all older people that lost, like, my grandmother, like, yeah. this or that. And, and I was, like, eight, alone, in this group thing. And they were like, we're going to write letters to our the the person that passed and everybody's letter was like i miss you and i love you and and i you know you leaving and this and that and mine was just like uh a conversation as if he was like still here because mm. i couldn't even like fully pre and th and i remember the lady was like oh no honey you, you didn't do it right you know like it, it was just i i was talking to him like I think the Phillies are going to do good. Blah, yeah. blah. Who do you think is going to? I'll talk to you soon. And they're like, no, you're not. Yeah. You have to accept that he's gone. And then the it's day hard. of my dad's viewing, I was such a mess. I'll never forget, man. We were in the car. And again, that thing about like not showing emotion. Yeah. yeah. And suck hiding it, it. Yeah. Yeah. Suck it up, dude. I, I was. I mean, like, I, sorry if this is too much, but no, no. I, did, I shut his cough and I had to be ripped away. They had to, like, peel my fingers back. Uh -huh. And we're in the car and I'm just wailing, screaming. And my uncle turned around and was like, shut up, shut up, stop yelling, stop crying. I'm going to pull the car over. And I j I'll never forget, like, where we were. And we were passing a train track. And I'll never yeah. forget that. And it was just like, oh, this makes people upset. This makes people angry. This isn't good. But again, to bring it back, when I heard your music, when I found these things, I could access that in a way that I never could articulate before. Mm -hmm. And then when I found alcohol, that's when I was like, oh, shit. Here's some real emotion. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Like, dude, I got fucking vodka. I was so fucking... This is me partying. Drink, drink, drink. 
vodka alone, go up to a friend and cry and go, do you think my dad's proud of me? And they're like, buddy, this is a bar mitzvah. Like, what are you doing? You know, like it was just like, you know, but alcohol almost saved me in a way because it allowed me to access these emotions I never had. I could finally cry. I could finally, I would talk to my dad through the bottom of a bottle. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I would just go and yell at the sky, you know? Yeah. And then again, back to those letters, I, I never realized, but he always ended on with just be yourself and everything will be okay. We love yeah. you for who you are. And I would hide who I was. And like, I realized, man, this dude's not up there upset with me because of the stuff I'm doing. He, he loves me. And, and back yeah. to being Catholic, I, there was a priest in high school who like really molested me. And, no, I'm kidding. Oh, <laughs> oh, I was like, oh, my <laughs> God. I was like, we get deep, baby. Holy he said the answers were at the tip of his penis. Uh, no, he told me, he goes, heaven is not a place. If you're in heaven, you can't be upset. If you're in heaven, you can't feel shame. You can mm-hmm. only feel good in heaven. So your dad is up there never feeling shame, never feeling upset, you know? Mm-hmm. And it just took me a while to like process that of like, there's no reason to feel shame. It's so yeah. like, but it's that Catholic guilt thing that's inside of you, you know, because mm-hmm. it's so deeply ingrained but that always stuck with me like the people mm-hmm. that died around this they don't want bad things for us they're no. upstairs not at all they're yeah. somewhere yeah feeling love you and know? that's crazy i've never thought of it like that because yeah you know when i when, when i lost my when i lost my best friend and my brother you know i felt this like strong guilt yeah you know like fuck like what like i could have done something i could have saved yeah. Yeah. yeah you know but meanwhile you know, when you really think about it, and as you grow, you you start to really realize. It. And as long as you open your world to understanding yeah. it and fully understand it, it's like no, that's you couldn't have done anything. There's nothing. Yeah, you could have done. But that you, whole, you did everything you could while they were here. Yeah, and yeah. that whole understanding thing—the door only opens a little bit, and you got a choice to like kick it open off the hinges or just let the door shut and be like, well, I'll try to open it later, you know? And it's like such a quick little thing, but having that little ability to open the door more and more is like so important, Mm -hmm. you know? It's crazy. Like just how different people are raised. You know what I mean? I was probably raised the same way. Like don't show emotion and keep it all in and toughen up Mm -hmm. and boys don't cry and all that stuff. It's just, I saw guys acted like Henry Hill and Goodfellas. (laughs) I was like, okay, you just beat people up for them, but I couldn't do any of that. I was just too scared, you know? It's just crazy. Like, this is the opposite of how I don't know, you express yourself and get those feelings out enough to keep inside and then yeah. build all up. And then you mm-hmm. become an alcoholic and explode and do all these things. You know? Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. It's so different how, like, being a parent, how I raised my son as opposed to how I was raised or just right. raised without a dad and just being so communi- be so open with conversations, being emotional, talking about things. It's yeah. so important. Yeah, totally. Kids, and, man. like, man. What a blessing to be able to stop that cycle, you yeah. know? Like, and that's the thing. My dad had like a terrible childhood, so mm. he was like such a good father to me. And like, dude, I I had him for eight years, and he was my best friend. He was a fucking man. And you know what? I said it in my set last night, but it's like I'm not thankful it happened, but I'm grateful because I like who I am today, and all of this were building blocks into who I am, and I can yeah. see that now. And there's no sadness when i talk about yeah. it you yeah. know yeah like there's there's, no sa- yeah yeah that, and that's what it is you know like when you get to that point that's yeah. like it's so much freedom yeah the mm. freedom you have 
when you're able to talk about it and not be sad yes. it's like man it's like a new level of strength that you yeah have. it's yeah. totally leveling up yeah you know big yeah. time yeah and it just beautiful. makes you walk through life a lot smoother because you have that yes yeah. that's how i feel yeah. it only took me three fucking decades to get there <laughs> god damn if i ain't making up for lost time yeah, right. you know? <laughs> it's such a journey because like you said we don't have, like especially you know being being a male like we don't have anyone to really like let us let this yeah. let these things out that we need mm-hmm. to let out you know we raised by women right there was by yeah, my mom totally mom. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. no 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 like uh father figure in the house at all yeah teach us how to do things and build things and fix things yeah and, mm-hmm. I, don't know. I had tim allen and fucking tim <laughs> you know <laughs> yeah I'm like okay you just grunt a yeah. lot <laughs> and wear a tool belt uh, <laughs> <laughs> were you guys watching comedy in your house your family Oh yeah, like SNL together stuff like that. Oh like, yeah, you yeah. fell in love with it at an early age watching. This oh stuff? dude, absolutely. Well, that's how I dealt with stuff. Mm-hmm. I, that's how I got out of trouble as a kid. Was I'd make my dad laugh, or I'd okay. like imitate my dad, or whatever. Like I was always a funny kid. Yeah. I, I mean, I'm I love attention. Yeah, <laughs> you know, only child, man. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah totally. But but dude, <laughs> again, man, like I'll never forget this moment. I, it was after my dad died and like family friends were over. And my grandfather was there and my mom was there and they're like, you are a comedian. You should be a comedian. Why don't you get up and, and tell us some jokes? And immediately the first thing I said was, well, my dad died a couple weeks ago. And now my grandfather's my new dad. Here's how he sounds. And I imitated him and everyone goes, don't say that. You shouldn't <laughs> say that. Too soon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and dude, my, wow. my aunt like had had cancer right and like i always use jokes to like get through stuff yeah like it it just like when bad news happened i couldn't help but like laugh it was like this yeah. coping thing and dude my we were in the car and my my aunt she she like lost her hair she had a wig and she's like she forgot something she's like oh my god oh god ever since the cancer i just you know i've just been losing so much i go that's not all you lost you also lost your hair <laughs> and i thought i was being funny and dude every the record stopped and they're like what is the matter with you i was like I Come on, we're having fun, you know. So it took me a long time to find boundaries and like the line. But also, you were a kid. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But like, dude, that's the thing. Laughter and comedy, like, was such a focal point for dealing with stuff. Yeah, and like escape. Yeah, and like watching, um, you know, Chris Rock. And like that's the the first full special I remember seeing where I'm with my family or my jaws on the floor, like, oh my god. Yeah. You know? Was it bigger and blacker? Um, no, it was, um, uh, bring the pain, bring the pain. Yeah. And, that one too, yeah. and, uh, I, my mom got me VHS tapes from Sears and <laughs> these were like my intro to comedy. It was Tim Allen, Drew Carey, uh, Paula Poundstone. And then I saw a documentary on Bill Hicks on yeah. Comedy Hicks, Central. Yeah. So those are like my guys that I started out with. Damn, those are good ones to start out it's, with. It's weird, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, it's still, weird. Yeah, yeah. But it's those are good yeah. ones. But my my mom would go up to Philly and get me bootleg movies. So she'd come back <laughs> and give me like uh, Happy Gilmore when it was in theaters, mm-hmm. and I would just sit and watch it with my friends. Yeah. And so like those comedies were like so important. Like Dumb and Dumber and the Fairly Brothers movies and yeah. all those like, man, I mean, Chris Farley, like even though like yeah. these aren't like stand ups, those comedians were like so important yeah. for like laughter and like wanting to be like them. Like mm-hmm. I remember seeing Aladdin and hearing that Robin Williams would like make up 
his script and then they would animate what he would say. I was like, I want to do that. Oh, that's wow. cool. Yeah. You yeah, like uh, Jim Carrey too, right? Oh my God, I loved Ace Ventura. Yeah, yeah. Oh, but I think that's why I'm into trans women. Yeah. I think that <laughs> I think that planted a delicious seed. <laughs> but no, Jim Carrey was like the best. Yeah. I remember watching In Living Color with my dad. Ooh, oh, come my, on! My dad um, took me to see Class Act with Kid and Play Whoa. in theaters. Kid and Play, wow. Yeah, that's a deep yeah, cut. Dude. Yeah, what? Come yeah. on. Yeah, right? I know. <laughs> I so I'm like seven talking about popping coochie. Yeah, my mom's like, what the wow. fuck are you teaching this kid? Yeah. <laughs> That's insane. Yeah. yeah. Crazy. Yeah. yeah. And Sam Kinison too, right? I read those are your faves too. Oh, man. I love Sam yeah. Kinison. Yeah. Yeah. What about uh, Bobcat? Bobcat. Bob, yeah. Dude, yeah. Police Academy. Sick. Police oh, yeah. Academy. That was okay. a movie I loved. Bobcat used to open for Nirvana. Yes. Wow, I didn't know yeah. that. Yes. Bobcat wow. would yeah. open up for Nirvana. Uh-huh. Yeah. He's still, he's still around too. Yeah. Yep, still towards What about um, Andrew Dice? You guys like Andrew Dice? I never got into it's Andrew very Dice. East Coast. Very my, East Coast, yeah. My ex-stepdad used to try to get me. He, like, loved him. Mm. And he loved Artie Lang and, like, all... Artie like, Lang, that's right. Very, like, shock stuff yeah, yeah. he liked. And so he tried to get me into Andrew Dice, but I, I was, like, never really into it. I, yeah. I respect it. Like, For his sure. early days at, like, Pips and, like, what he would do with, like... His characters, but yeah. then what he turned into was like, Meh. like you watch some of his stuff now, you're like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> you know, <laughs> Jesus oh, back Christ, then, yeah. you know. But he's, I mean, he's iconic. Iconic, you know. Iconic. I, well, he was the first comedian to sell out Madison Square. Yeah, but really? then the day the that. laughter so, died, yeah. he sold out Madison Square. Yeah, and then he recorded the day the laughter died, like a couple days afterwards, and intentionally bombed for like three hours, and it's it's the most brilliant thing you've ever he's just like wow intentionally eating shit and making people leave and i saw him years ago he did a drop-in at this club i was doing in the city and he went up on stage and he's like uh girls these days they they shave their assholes back in my day they hid their assholes like helen keller in the attic <laughs> and everyone's like he's great, laughing huh? yeah. because Helen Keller was blind and deaf. He's talking about Anne Frank. And oh, everyone's right. laughing. He goes, yeah, yeah, Helen Keller in the attic. And it's just so funny <laughs> for me to imagine Dice legitimately thinking that Helen, that Anne Frank was Helen Keller. And she got found by the Nazis because she's blind and deaf, knocking around. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> he fucked up his own thing. Yeah, yeah. Oh, my incredible. God. That's hilarious. Uh, yeah. So, so let's get back to your school. So. You have a ska band in high school. Yeah. And then, and then did you graduate? What were like, did, yeah, did, yeah, yeah, yeah. What, yeah, like, what were your dreams college. and goals? you have anything at that point? Nothing. I didn't know when I was 18. Yeah. We were supposed to We were supposed to go on tour. Yeah. Like, dude. Well, uh, I'd, were you I'd really to, trying to go for it as a band? Bro, I had to move in with my grandparents because my mom got involved and was like, you're not touring. Like, the... We were meeting with like a subsidiary of Atlantic Records and we were supposed wow. to like they wanted to put us on the road and like all this shit. And and I'm like, yeah, let's go. And my mom's like, if you don't go to college, you'll make the biggest mistake of your life. So yeah. my mom started meddling and calling the other moms and was like, we got to put a stop to this. So, dude, I didn't talk to my mom for a while. I was like living in my grandparents. Just like, wow. I want to wow. go and tour, you know, and then we didn't and the band broke up and i went to college and like i didn't know what i wanted to do i liked my english teacher so yeah, i was like, your major? Well, I'm major, a teacher. Yeah. i majored in english education i was a teacher for a little while wow oh yeah that's right that's yeah. right yep yeah and so i didn't i was 18 i didn't know what the fuck i wanted to do you know yeah 
But thank God, if I went on the road at 18, I would have probably ended up dead. Yeah. You know, if I was out there drinking every... But that's what I love about comedy, is that I get to do that now, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. That's what's fucking awesome. Yeah. It's like, it's almost like I get to just relive, like, being 18 again. Yeah. How, how long are you teaching for? Oh, man. Um, I taught off and on for... Oh, jeez. Because I went to school for English education, and then I was, like, a sub, and then I lost that job. I was a full-time sub, and then I didn't re-up my certification, and then I ended up being um, a teacher for, uh, like, teaching test prep. Okay. So I was teaching at like all the different boroughs. I teach from like. He taught in the hood. Yeah. Mm. Oh yeah, Brownsville, oh, South Brownsville. Bronx. <laughs> yeah, dude. Wow. Yeah. Like, York, hey, bro. May, May yeah. in Brownsville. Wow. That guy. That May. guy, bro. Yeah. Damn. Yeah, the guy that looks like Bernie Sanders' son. Damn. Browns. Yeah. I report we give him props bro. for that. It We're was, teaching in Brownsville. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Wow, dude. Did yeah. they make you change your color or something? To, oh yeah, that, yeah. You told because well, I story. sweat, so I carry a bandana with me, and this, That's and I was. pulled out like a red bandana. And this kid was like, "Yo, Mister, they're gonna kill you. You better throw that out." I was like, "Nah, I'm a teacher. It's okay." Like, no, the Crips will like kill you. And I was like, "Well, in the trash can it goes." <laughs> yeah. A kid, a kid threw a bag of weed on my desk and was like, "What do you think of this Cali Kush?" And I was like, well, "I think if I." turn around and turn back around and it's still there. I'm going home and smoking it. And it's like, <laughs> okay. Like I had to learn that like, cause I, I had this idea of like my white discipline of like everybody line up and behave with yeah. single fire. And they're like, no devil. <laughs> so I had to learn to like, it's not my job to make them like discipline and like do my yeah. way. I acclimate to that. And so like, that really helped me of being like, uh, it's not like you really got to pick and choose like your battles and your yeah. fires and everything. Yeah. And so like teaching really taught me like a lot with that, but I, I loved it. But then it got in the way of, cause I was teaching from like 9am to 1pm and then three to five and then doing open mics and going out at night. So you started doing that then. Okay. Yeah. And mics. I never let my students know it was a comic. I wow. never let them know any of that. I didn't want, to, that's why like I look at like teachers now and they're like, Exposing so much of their life to kids, and I'm like, what? You're on TikTok, everything. Yeah, yeah, I'm like, yeah, why like do you want to be like... friends with kids? Yeah. yeah, they're a bunch of booger eating losers. Yeah. You know, <laughs> what the fuck, man? I, it blows my mind. So I'm like, I don't want to know you exist outside of school. One night, I was getting fucked up in the city, and I saw a gang of teens coming at me, and I'm like, oh fuck. So I like pump my chest out. I'm like, I'm gonna get jumped. They're like yelling and everything, like pushing each other i'm like oh boy and then we get 15 away and i hear mr finance i go nick rodriguez he goes, <laughs> what are you doing i go what are you doing and he just looked at me he goes nothing i go yeah me nothing too i'll see you monday <laughs> <laughs> what um what made you start doing the comedy and the open mic stuff Wow, I was living in a halfway house in Delaware. Wow. And I was like, I everything sucks. I might as well go try this or else I go to Home Depot and get a chair and a rope and fucking figure it out. <laughs> wow. you know? Halfway house, wow. So I went up to Philly, did an open night with, with a buddy of mine. We were on I was on a hardcore Philadelphia punk rock message board and I met nice. him through that. Oh wow. And so we met up in Philly and did our first open mics together. Tim Butterly, who's a great comic, uh-huh. and uh we're still great friends of this day and it's it's like cool all the guys i started with were still like boys That's and like cool, man. really help each other out and hang out and it's really cool to roll around with all the guys i came up with 
And yeah, so I just started going to Philly and doing open mics. Damn. And I started going every night. And, you know, I didn't, I wasn't like making money. And I stopped like going to my meetings and everything. And everybody thought I was going up to Philly to like do drugs. Oh. And I'm like, no, I'm just trying to tell I'm a joke. I'm trying to live my dreams. <laughs> you know? <laughs> Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I'm like he's in Philly all the time. I'm like, no, I swear. <laughs> and then like, dude, oh my god, all, all this shit happened with like crackheads stealing money, and then I get blamed. It was fucking wild, man. Wow, Living in a halfway man. house is fucking crazy. Yeah. How long in the halfway house for? Two years. Holy shit. Oh. Yeah. It was like a three. It was like a three quarter house. They call it. it was an Oxford house. Okay. Uh. So there was no. Like on-site managers, self-governed. You know, we had different roles. We had like a comptroller, a treasurer, a chore coordinator. And oh, okay. Everything okay. was like self-governed. So it was like pretty structured. Yeah, yeah. It was. Got it, it was a structured living sober house. And how did you end up there? I got a DUI after relapsing for the millionth time, and everyone in my life said they'd leave if I didn't do something to change. So oh, wow, I man. moved in there and. Uh, then while I was there, I like started drinking and then I moved back to New York. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was fucking gnarly, dude. Wow. My, one of my roommates was like a pagan who uh, was like really? head of the meth distribution in Delaware. Yeah, dude. He had oh like Nazi God. tattoos, but he was like the sweetest guy ever. He's like, I, I just used to be a bad man, man. I like, <laughs> love black people, man. Come on, man. That's yeah. my favorite. Yeah, Those yeah. are my favorite dudes. Yeah. That they still have the fucking yeah. tats. Yeah, like, they're like, I, yeah. you know, I was a bad guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, my yeah. God. His name was Russell. I called him my little Brussels sprout. A little Brussels sprout. I'd always ask to ride his Harley. but no, nah, man, I don't pack Pecker on the bus. <laughs> and then and then one time he let me pack Pecker. He let me ride on the back of his bike. And his old lady Becky was like, Russ really likes you, man. He ain't never pack packer. <laughs> <laughs> That's like a term, huh? Pack packer. Yeah, oh yeah, my yeah. god, bro. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Shout yeah. out to shout out to Brussels Sprout. I think he's dead. Oh. Uh, <laughs> no, I did I had to kick him out of the house. It was like the saddest thing ever, man. He started using it again and oh. uh, like, dude, it was like out of a movie, man. He was just like crying, like, don't do this. And I'm like, I'm sorry. I was like in charge of the house. And like in hindsight, I shouldn't have done it. Like I should have used discretion, but you know, what mm -hmm. Wow. Yeah. How long are you sober for now? Are you sober now? Uh, yeah, coming up on eight years. Oh, awesome! No, no Congratulations. Booze, no Thanks, man. It's the fucking best. Wow. It's funny. I'm like back to my old straight edge days. Yeah. Except I chain smoke cigarettes. Don't forget okay. your roots. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. Don't forget See your roots, bro. <laughs> but you, you um, to back it up a little bit, you were writing too. You started writing for different things, right? Shows and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and I, I, I went. Yeah, that was the best, dude. Again, like Nikki, she got me that writing gig. I, I did punch up for Crank Yankers, which I did like prank calls when I was like younger. Yeah. And then I'm I was in gonna the ask room. You punch up, man, because you did it for Michelle Obama's show, too. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. What does that mean? Punch up punch for up listeners. Go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just it's just like. I don't know. It's like a weird thing to switch. I've I've, I don't think I've ever had someone ask yeah, that. No, no, no. Like now, I so think you like, just stumped so me. It's like you get a yeah. script. And the script is already written, and then you go over the script and punch up the jokes and make it funny. Yeah, you beef, beef it up. Beef yeah. it up. Yeah. yeah. So, like, they'll be like, we need this character. We need, like, a joke on this page. We need this. And then you punch it up, and then you have a meeting, and you're like, all right, well, what if this happened? And what if this? And so, like, then you're with all the writers and everything. Like, yeah, yeah, good, good. And so it's... it's uh. It's the fucking bet. That's I have so much fun doing punch okay. up. I can't write a script to save my life. Yeah, but being in a room with people and like pitching ideas and yeah, like, you could just throw it. That's yeah, like yeah, it's cool. It's the best man. And on Crank Yankers, it was like the best man because there was so the the person would call and there was a big TV 
and it was just a running group chat with you and the other writers. So while the person's on the phone, you're texting into the TV gotcha. on the screen, say this, say that. And and it's in real time. Wow. And then they're talking and like reading. It, it was like the best, dude. Wow. It was so fun. Yeah. And that was based in New York? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And dude, when I was back in Delaware, I found like a journal my mom or at, at my mom's house. I found a journal from when I was like drinking. And it was like, all I want to do is be a comedian. I just got to get sober. Oh, like, blah, man. blah. And so that's like really cool to, to see. You know? Wow. It's freaking yeah. awesome, man. Yeah. And you like co-star in the last OG too? Yeah, yeah. That's yeah, with Tracy too. Morgan. That's awesome. Yeah, he kept uh, on set. He kept making us listen to his R and B album before it takes, <laughs> and he would be like, he'd play it, and then be like, "What do y'all think?" And people would be like, "That's good, man." He go, "Well, then listen and play it from the beginning." <laughs> I don't want to hear nothing. Play it again, and we're like, "Wait, it's getting dark." <laughs> You know. He was super cool though. Super nice. Oh, dude, he was the best, yeah. man. He, I, I like, I had one line. Wait, what? Who were you in it? I was on one episode. I oh. was drunk guy, <laughs> but he put me in three different scenes. That's yeah, cool. I had one line, and when they were like action, I just improvised this line, and it like broke the crew. And he was like, "Do that again," and then they just let me run and improvise lines. And I was like making the making everyone laugh. And he's like, I want him in the show more. And I was like, oh, my God. And so, cool. so he put me in another scene. And then like they added me to a scene at the end. And I was like, oh, my God, I think I'm going to be like a regular on the show. This is amazing. Like, dude, Tracy liked you. We definitely would maybe try to write you. And I'm like, oh, my God. And then it's a rap party. I went up to him. I was like, Tracy, thank you so much. He's like. Yeah, I don't know you. And I was like, okay. <laughs> oh, well. Like, he totally, his mind was wiped. Like, dude, I saw him outside the stand in, like, 2017. And I'm smoking. He's like, little man, you working? How you doing? I was like, I'm good, man. I, I, I was actually just in my first commercial. And he goes, I got a water fountain in my living room. And I was like, <laughs> okay, well... Makes me feel like shit. <laughs> you know? Holy yeah, shit. Tracy Work is yeah. wild, yo. He is who you think he is. Yeah, and yeah. he's beautiful. It's amazing. Oh, I bet. It's amazing. But that was like right before COVID. Mm. And right before COVID, I was I was on that show and I got an Uber commercial and all this stuff's popping off and Uber then commercial COVID thing. happened and it all went away. Oh, and man. I have a card on my wall from David Tell for my birthday going into 2020 he goes ian happy birthday 2020 is gonna be your year <laughs> oh my god so were you doing auditions for all this stuff too and just yeah 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 wow yeah i still do auditions it's yeah. like so demoralizing i'm sure <laughs> like here and no and here and but now you do like this you like the uh the virtual auditions now is in person again it dude they're not doing in person every i heard it again it's yeah. all zoom wow. and like self-tapes and is that uh, harder or no Bro, it's so hard. Okay. It's like... Because there's nobody there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because when you're in the room, you can feed off the energy and like, you know, they can be like, hey, try this. Like, Great. But yeah. when you're just doing a self-tape, you just got to go. And I just turn into like a dead-eyed like Damn. personality. I'm just like, here's the line, you know. <laughs> I But, you know, I'm getting better at it. That's rough. Yeah, that sounds rough. Though. Yeah, it's wild. It's crazy. It's like the last thing that's still on Zoom. You, know? um, you, you have a love for a band that... Uh, Chappelle is a love poor, but he's not here now. But I would talk about corn. Oh my god, corn! Corn was your yeah. gateway to Madball. Yeah, it's, it's what I heard on the interwebs. Yeah, and that's Chappelle too. Like we always, we don't argue about corn because I was never a fan. But I remember them 
They opened up for Sick of It All on a tour. I remember that run, and then just coming around during the Limp Bizkit time. But he ha- he has Chappelle has a deep connection to Corn as well. Yeah, and that was your jam too. Oh yeah, he's well, a big Corn Cornhead too. Oh, big Corn. Corn's like a gateway to like more harder music. I yeah. think. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, for sure. Well, I had Hit Parader magazine okay, and yeah. Circus magazine, and I saw them in that in their like Adidas tracksuits. I'm like, who are these guys? And then I would try to braid my hair and make dreadlocks to like be like them. Wow! I still they, had, they had like the coolest look. Yeah, they had the coolest look because they yeah they rock like flannels, the Adidas, yes, um, Dickies. Dickies, like yeah, like Pumas, and yeah, and Jonathan had, Davis with the fucking dreads would go yeah. nuts. Yeah. And, and he like, was just such like a nut on stage and. The thing for me with Corn, the the biggest connection, that was the first time, like, I heard, you know, someone talk about, I guess, you know, their abusive childhood. Mm, and so, for yeah. me, that was why I connected with Corn so much because gotcha. I was like, wow, this is like a soundtrack to what's going on yeah. in my home. And to hear it and to see who they were and what they were putting out there and to see everybody just feeling it as well, that's what made me Go, I, I mean, I'm a cornhead for life. For yeah. See, I, life I wouldn't know that being in my hardcore bubble that I probably would have just judged them by rap rock or Olympus. You know what I'm saying? I would yeah, never know the totally. deepness of their lyrics. I'm t- that first album, like, he, 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 he got very vulnerable with what he went through. Yeah. That's, so, yeah. that's so funny because I had such a different experience with them. <laughs> <laughs> I just like them because they cussed a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Like, you know the Biohazard song, Authority, when he's like, fuck the rules, fuck, 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 fuck the, the rules. rules. Come on. Yeah. I would jam that out when we would drive by, like, a church or a school, yeah. and I'd be like, yeah, this speaks to me. You know? <laughs> like, Corn had Adidas, all day I dream about sex. And yeah. I was like, me too? Yeah. Like, that's why I like them. Meanwhile, I had, never had sex. Never, ever. That I printed so out good. all the lyrics, and yeah. I had them in a folder, and my grandmother saw it, and she made me go see a priest. <laughs> oh, yeah, really? fucking yeah way, dude, she dude. ripped up my white zombie CD. I had Cannibal Corpse vials. She, like, told my mom I had to see a doctor. It was, like, fucking nuts damn yeah yeah, I had, yeah my, my stepfather he ripped up a corn pers- yeah. poster i had because he he said they were like he felt like they were like demonic and i'm like no yes. it's just he's yeah. doing a solo with his mouth yeah, <laughs> he's, just yeah, doing a, yeah. he's doing a guitar solo they with his all mouth. thought i was demonic yeah, they, and everything yeah and like i just like stuff that was like oh great edgy wow yeah. Cussing, yeah. you know wow and then yeah. the bad religion shirt logo Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, I was never into it. I got into metal and stuff because this kid on my baseball team, he was, like, super religious, but he was, like, he had these metal tapes, and we would go to his room and, like, listen to it all quiet, and, like, he got me into obituary and sepulatura and everything, and I'm in, like, fifth and sixth grade, like, just, like, going to the record store and trying to get as many tapes as I can, Mm -hmm. and we would jam out to Metallica and everything, and then, like, when I started getting into, like, punk and stuff, he was like, oh, that's lame, and then he became, like, a huge wigger and into, like, now he's, like, Tupac (laughs) tattooed on him and stuff, so we both went, like, two different directions. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. He's got a Tupac. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But 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 you're you're, like, a dedicated defender of ska. Always. Yes. For life. Yeah. For life. I got a ska ring. Hello. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah. You don't like ska? I, would you consider the Boston's ska? Of course. Yeah. That's my favorite my favorite the bands Architects. of all time. Yeah. They're fucking time, I mean man. third wave ska would be That's nothing as ska as I go, I think. Maybe I listen really? to the specials. Yeah, the specials. Yeah. Okay. Specials Respect. are great. Specials um, are great. Yeah, yeah. How far do you go? The pie tasters are dope. We took them on pie tasters are the with best. Yeah. I said Link eighty, your eyes Link, lit up. Yeah, I know Link eighty. Link yeah. 80. There you go. Um, um, my first concert was Mad Caddies. 
Okay. No way. Yep. First concert I oh ever went to in my life. I remember you Mac telling me that. Yeah, we Mac played Madness. right. What's a band? Sell out with me. Uh, Real, big Real Big Fish. Fish. We played with them a couple of times. Yes. yes. Okay. Okay. Oh, I love that. I saw but them the, on a co-headlining tour with Less Than Jake. It was so dope. But oh the Boston's took us on tour. Took us on our first U.S. tour. Showed us the whole world. And yeah, I love them for that. Dude. They were in Clueless. That was yeah. like yeah, the coolest Clueless. thing ever. I love you, Dickie. But that stage that was horrendous, man. It was a horrendous. And Clueless. He barely jumped in the crowd. Yeah. It was so cute. Love yeah. you, Dickie. Um, <laughs> but the Boston's, woo, the man. The best, man. Dude. The best. Best I, shows. Yeah, so who is your, who's your favorite Scott band? Bro, Operation Ivy. Op Ivy, yeah. yeah. Oh, Op Ivy, uh, Mighty Mighty Boston. Yeah. There's there, a yeah. ska band out of Philly called Cat Bite. They're okay. amazing. Mm -hmm. um, man, Suicide Machines. Woo, okay, we yeah, played yeah. with a bunch. Jason. Yeah. Had. Shout out to Suicide See, Machines. See, your eyes are lighting yeah. up. Yeah, I know. Look at them. Look right. at you. The Boston's made me happy and made me want to dance. That's the thing. I defy you to not smile and want to get up and boogie and oogie. If I still oogie. hear them now, I get like emotional. Yeah. Listen, one day we were driving back. in the Jeep and it really caught them off guard. I just put on uh, Pescore, the Pescore album, Less Than Jake. Oh, my God. And I'm singing all the words. I know what was he, going on. He had oh, no bro. clue that this we was We played with them me. before, but I don't know. Yeah, yeah. yeah, That was the last show I saw at the track, Less, Less Than Jake. Jake. Yeah. Oh, really? But then when I got into, like, really, like, hardcore, I got kicked out of a uh, Big D and the Kids table show because I was moshing too hard in the pit. <laughs> that happened. I saw the hippos. Oh, the oh, hippos. Smash oh, wow. mouth. Wow. And I like wore spike bracelets and it's like all these kids. And it made me feel tough because I was like the alpha mm. dog there. Yeah, Meanwhile, yeah. like I go see Hatebreed and get like beat Annihilated. up. I was, like, so scared. <laughs> yeah, just... But oh, if it's a bunch of dizzy kids, I'm fucking the gang. You're running, yeah, pit, yeah, yeah. You're running pit at the hippos. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Circle it up. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get up to the front, you fucking pussies. So <laughs> it's all like children in strollers. So yeah. the ska music fills your heart, makes you happy always. Your whole always. Life. Yeah. yeah. Always. Yeah. Dance. Ska's great. Yeah. Shout out to Ben. I've never, I've never been sad or like upset or like aggressive it's true. at a I've been show. trying to do a joke about like, it's how true. do you tell a child their father has died? Play ska. They won't cry. You know? <laughs> Sell out. Your dad is dead. Sell <laughs> out. Oh my God. <laughs> that, that, that. Yo, shout out to Ben. Car or Kerr from the Boston's, who was like just a dancer. Remember yeah. Ben the Boston? Yeah, that's what I turned into. Am I just just is that what you were? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just a little dancer. I, I love that dude, by the way. I know. I love He's watching that. Smiling dude. Yeah. yeah. Dude, the Boston's is so great, man. So They're, great. They got so many people into ska. Yeah. They are so yeah. responsible for keeping ska going. They have so many great albums. You so know? many great albums. Yeah. And that was what was cool because you bridged my worlds with that. Okay. Being friends with Dickie and yeah. Rancid and everything. Yep. And uh, seeing you guys and everything, I'm like, oh, my God, this is the coolest. You know, the yeah. things I love are coming together. Yeah, I, 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 lo I love that in music. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I love that. I yeah. love watching, like, these bands, like, you know, like, uh, Turnstile going on uh, going on tour with uh, Blink-182. Totally love it. Yeah. You love know? it all, man. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, did, I did a non-music music video. My, my buddy Tom Cassidy came up with this idea, and he made um, – he took his comedy album, took a track, and filmed a video for it, shot by shot of Nas's um, "The World Is Yours." Oh wow! And uh, but it was his joke, so he's lip syncing his joke as if it's a music video. And I did that with that band Catbite yeah. from Philly. Oh wow! That's so they cool. came up to New York. We ran a, a punk venue in Brooklyn, and I was like the lead singer of a hardcore band and i'm like skanking while i'm telling my jokes that's cool and we just played my joke over the system and they played in the background and yeah it was like really cool and we were like stage diving and everything 
And I kept apologizing. I was like, I'm sorry. You guys have to hear my shitty material again. <laughs> yeah. I'm so sorry. <laughs> you know, but we had people pile up and do gang vocals oh, to like cool. my punchlines. Yeah. It was like really cool. Honest though. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So yeah. now how long are you doing comedy for now? 12 years. Wow. Yeah. You're full time. Everything. Yeah. Yeah. It's the best. That's amazing. Yeah. And I'm, I'm now starting to like headline, like legit club. Like I headline. Improv Hollywood Improv last night. I know. Sold it out. Fucking Chappelle crushed. So it was cool. awesome having Fun you. Show, there, yeah. Man. No, thanks yeah. for having me. Of course. I know you were dude. so funny when you texted me and when you asked me, you're like, I know this is like so little of you, but would you want to hold it for me? Yeah, and I was like, I know I'm you're like, above this. Care. But yeah, please, no. It'd be I'll so do... fun to have you there. No, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Your crowd? Great crowd. That's great awesome. crowd. No, what's yeah. cool is that like, you know, like I don't have like that kind of ego yeah, same. to where it's like it's like I want to share this. It's not like bands. Yeah, yeah, I want to share the stage with, with the homie. Why yeah. not? Yeah. Yeah. You know, like yeah, we had Jamar there. Yeah. It was awesome, man. It was man. a great show. It was so fun. He was and, uh, well, my intro, when I come up to stage, is Real Big Fish sellout. Yeah, he did. Wow. Yeah. And then I come off to Mystery by Turnstile. Yeah. So it's like, and then the whole crowd was singing along. Mm. and like Everybody gotta, knew the words and stuff? Yeah, wow, yeah, yeah. Dude. yeah. It was really neat, man. That's I incredible. almost thought about stage because I got a standing ovation. I thought about because I was like holding the mic and putting it out. And I kind of wanted to like jump out. But I was like, ah, maybe just um, <laughs> limp, <laughs> limp off. <laughs> yeah. Can you imagine? You're, I just stage out and that's fall. That's the craziest thing to think That'd be kind of sick, though, if you started doing that. Stage yeah. at the end of your show. Yeah. I mean, I couldn't do it. Yeah. I'm a little bit, I'm a little too big. You I know. Hurt somebody. I'm just a little guy. These, uh, the, <laughs> when I was at the Turnstile show in Arizona, the, the, uh, like I said, all these people recognize me. They were yeah, trying to yeah. lift me up, and I was like, "Hey, I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to. I'm good, guys. Come on, That's so <laughs> yeah, funny. go ahead, put me down, put me down." <laughs> you don't, you don't crowd surf? Hell no! Dude, like I'll, I'll go out and two step and all that yeah, shit. Yeah. You know, like that's always fun, but uh-huh. that's as far as I'll go. Yeah. But I'm, I'm I'm not trying to. No, I'm just too big. I feel bad. Oh yeah. I feel so bad, especially when I see big <laughs> dudes doing it. I'm always yeah. like, "You're gonna do that to these people?" Well, it's not, it's not just girls fun. It's not just skinny fun. It's true. You should do it. You should do it. Yeah. It's not just skinny fun. <laughs> Are you a big seven seconds fan? Uh, through you guys. Awesome. That's yeah. cool. Man. Wow. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. Man. That's mm-hmm. awesome. Yeah. So good. I love them yeah. so much, man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you got a podcast too. Yeah. Yeah. You've been with Jordan. Yeah. And who's Jordan? She's a good, uh, like your best friend. She's my best friend, man. Cool. And she's into hardcore. Yeah. I saw her wearing the shirts yeah. and stuff. Yeah, yeah, dude, yeah. We went to Turnstile together. She always borrows my Madball hoodie, which Sick. pisses me off. You're like, I, I, let her, back. <laughs> I let her borrow my minor threat shirt, and then this dippy bitch fucking loses it at a guy's house that she like no longer talks to. She's like, You can go get it. I'm like, uh, What? what I can you? get it. <laughs> so I'm going threat. into enemy territory to get my fucking minor threat enemy shirt. Fuck you. This is a minor threat. Want a threat shirt theirs right now at somebody's house? Yeah. Damn, yeah, dude. I know. So if this guy's listening, yeah. Ian needs that shirt back. <laughs> yeah. Do you have a uh, top five scar bands? Oh my god. Ooh, let's hear it. Yeah. <sighs> I know the Boston's are in there. Yeah. Operation Ivy's in there. Boston's Operation Ivy, Pie Tasters, Ooh. Suicide Machines, and uh oh man. Um oh, fuck. Link eighty or uh what's MU three thirty. Oh, I love MU330. I remember that name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 MU330. Wow. Love them. Love them. Well, Goldfinger Ska Band? Yeah. yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah. They had Ska songs. Mm-hmm. I mean, no doubt it's Ska songs, but they're not officially Ska. Yeah. yeah. Well, they were They were on, Um, I think they were on Asian Man Records. I know, oh, yeah, yeah. I know they would open for Skank and Pickle. Yeah, Skank and Pickle. Yeah. Yeah. Bruce Lee Band. Bruce Lee Band. Come on now. Yeah. Is Bowling Amazing. for Soup Ska? No. Okay, okay. They're... 
That name is the Scott name. Yeah, <laughs> I know, right? Yeah, everybody really thinks is. it's Scott. And I'm like, no, it's just yeah, dorky. <laughs> <laughs> You Do you know? have some favorite show moments growing up? Oh my god! Well, yeah, going to your shows, man. Uh, getting like knocked out at Hatebreed and Etown Concrete, you know. <laughs> Etown Concrete, yeah. Wow. And and dude, this guy, I got knocked out, and then I woke up, and I was in some guy's arms with like just face tattoos and gauges on his ears. He was like holding me like he was like cradling me like a baby, wow. carrying me out of the pit like a 9-11 first responder, <laughs> you know. And I'm just like. Thank you. <laughs> you know? yeah. Holy shit, dude! Uh, my uh, my favorite show memory was fourteen, smoking cigarettes, lesson Jake, TLA, TLA. And, uh, my mom had dropped us off, and she snuck into the venue, and yanked me and my friend out of the venue by our ears because we were smoking, and everybody was cheering her on. They were like, wow. "Get him! Get him!" Yeah, that's you didn't gnarly. even get to see lesson Jake. No, damn, yeah. Fucking asshole. <laughs> yeah. Would you want to play music now? Oh, absolutely. I'm so jealous you're in a band. Mad Peaceful is awesome, by the way. Oh, thank you. You guys yeah, fucking yeah. rip. You know, that that's one of those things where, I don't know, I just, the, the guys that I found to do it, you know, Perfect. a few so of them, cool. few of them are, are comedians. But yeah. I think I just found like a talented crew. It's it's like a once-in-a-lifetime thing. Cause it, they're all it comedians, too. It could have awesome, gone bad. Why? You know, and we kind of take it day by day and step by step with it but we have I love the band they're great man yeah we have such a blast uh with doing it but dude seeing you yeah. go off is the coolest shit in the world yeah it's, it's so cool, cool. Right? yeah well I, I mean I wanted to like I you know when I when I was a kid you know I tried to be in bands and shit like that but there was just something about like getting people together that just got annoying to me yeah, and yeah that's, that's a lot. why that's a lot. and that's why I fell so strongly in love with stand-up because it gave me that energy of what I wanted with being in a band yeah but i was like oh i don't have to rely on anybody yeah and so with this with matt peaceful it just the way it came about it's just it's just crazy and it's cool and you know we just we just write these songs and then boom just I, put love, it out there, I love man. it man yeah well that's the thing like the diy ethic and totally like dude i i, I met dr no from the bad brains i was like you're responsible for my ethos thank you yeah. <laughs> and like just that idea of like doing you got to do it yourself no one else yeah. is going to do it for you but you wait for anybody on it's, anything. it's wild because i had i got like yelled at by my manager who was like you gotta stop doing everything on your own you let us we're here to help and i'm like i'm sorry i just don't know what other way to be you know? <laughs> just like trying to do things and he's like let us take care of it yeah. so like i i also have a thing where i like i get to get out of the driver's seat sometimes so totally you know, like to, let man. someone else drive you, you have to it's yeah. hard to let go sometimes though yeah this is your passion this is what you do and totally drive totally but it's dude when i get out of my own way and like breathe and trust and go it's just gonna be okay everything is always okay and all of my problems haven't even happened yet mm -hmm. you know it's everything is i can tell myself so many stories and then the truth of it is, at the end of the day, everything is fine. Yeah. yeah. Where do you live now? Are you in the back east? Brooklyn, yeah. Oh, Brooklyn. Mm -hmm. Wow. Yeah. You love it there? I do. Yeah. What part of Brooklyn are you in now? Williamsburg. Okay, yeah. Yeah. So I've been in Williamsburg You're deep since in the, yeah. 2007. Okay. And I have a little bicycle that I ride around everywhere. Perfect. It takes me like 17 minutes to get to the cellar. It's like right over the bridge, right to the Lower East Side. It takes like 11 LES, minutes. L.E.S., baby. L.E.S., yeah, that's, that's right. Crazy, yep. dude. Yeah, it's Running wild. amok. Yeah. <laughs> you like yeah. it out here, too? You like Cali? You know what's funny, man? 
I every time I come out here, I like it more, but I hate most everyone I meet. You yeah. guys are cool, yeah. but uh, no, like, dude, like you, you, Jamar, and like our our friends in comedy that we know, yeah. I like. Yeah, but then like meeting like. LA comics that I haven't met through my friends I can't get down with mm, for and sure. like strangers I don't really like but the friends I have that moved here I, make me be like oh cool like I don't know I've, I guess I've just been like out of East for so long I yeah. can't deal with all this bullshit out here and I always end up getting in like arguments with people over like over shit, the dumbest over shit. the dumbest shit out here because people are so fucking passive aggressive yeah. and like so childish, but yeah, uh, it's so funny, man. Because every time I come out here, I'm like, man, this is cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like I love LA. I just hate the people. No, no, no. But I, I, I couldn't be out here with the traffic. I need rain. I need misery sometimes. Yeah. I need buildings around me to fucking crush my soul. Yeah. And also, everything's so much more organic in New York. Mm. Like you can like walk and no, run into people, and out here, it's like, well, I'll call. I'll see you in the Uber in 50 minutes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is yeah. there a big difference in comedy in New York and LA? I'm big sure time. Oh, yeah, New York's so much big, better. New better York, way. New York is no. Okay. I'm saying New York. I think actually, I don't even look. You up, n- you I don't get to perform there yet either. No, I, I don't even look up. Well, I I go based off of this. Okay. I don't even look up to like LA comics. I look up yeah. to like okay. uh, every comic I look up to and ever yeah. ever admired yep. has always been a New York comic. Yep. Got you. You yep. know the thing with me, I just don't fuck with the cold, but <laughs> so yeah. I just can't get down with that. But um, crowds are different, obviously. Crowds are different, yeah. Like, like I love, like I love performing on the East Coast, like in Philly. Like mm-hmm. that's one of my favorite places to perform. The best um, punchline, but uh, yeah, you know, like as far as like I, like I don't even hang out with comics. I just hang out with Toby. Yeah, yeah, that's <laughs> I mean, great. Don't get me wrong. There's some, there's some comics yeah. that I do do hang out, but I, but major- like suck. majority of the time, yeah, I'm with, I'm like kicking like it with Toby. Yeah, but it's yeah. like cool because like. You know, I, like I love feeling like a person. Yes, you that's know? so important and, to and be what's, a person. What's tough about here in LA? And don't get me wrong, there's, there's, like, I get to perform on some great shows. Mm-hmm. I have to appreciate it. I've done a lot out here. It's mm-hmm. boosted me, you know, yeah, so yeah. much. But um, a lot of people don't necessarily understand, like, of just being a person. Yeah, like, just like, hey, how about you? Like, why are you asking me every time what the fuck I'm working on? Bro. You know, and it's oh like, oh my God. It's like, I, oh, that's so LA, right? It's, dude, it's that just immediately so spouting off your fucking resume like I give a shit. Just yeah. be a fucking person. Like, like I, I hate that. People would be like, what are you working on? I'm like, well, I've been shooting pool a lot. I'm trying to get better. Yeah. Like, I don't want to talk about yeah, fucking I don't work. Talk about I'm like, yeah. It, wow. Yeah, because I don't know. It's just weird. It's so mindless. I remember one time, because <laughs> I've gotten really good at like, Avoiding these Shut conversations, yeah, shutting yeah, people yeah. down. There's one time, uh, this dude, comic out here, he was like, "How you doing?" I was like, "I'm doing good." And then he goes, "Yeah, man, I've been uh, and just yep. started dropping all his yep. dro- started, dropping all, yep. started dropping all his stuff, and I just sat there quietly, didn't respond to anything, right? And then yeah. eventually he goes, uh, "Man, I'm sorry, I was just talking about me the yeah. whole time." Yeah, and I'm like, Lord. "Yeah, yeah, yeah, yeah," because <laughs> I was like, "Like, tell me about your soul. Are yeah. you okay? Yeah, As a human." That's the thing I love about New York. It's like, I, I mean, it is a bit too much to be like, hey, how you doing? Like, oh, I almost killed myself yesterday and I fucking, oh my God, I'm <laughs> yeah. fucking this sure. and that. But it's like, that's real. That's like it's actual real. shit I want to hear and talk about. I don't yeah. want to fucking hear about yeah. what fucking script you're doing. We're all fucking doing it. Yeah. I get it. We're all fucking working. Yeah. And yeah. I think the only way you can really understand how to be funny and what to talk about on like have substance or just... What to talk about on stage is if you let yourself be a real person. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Because, like, I've always thought of it like this. Like, when you go home, when you, like, as soon as you get off that stage, yeah. you go home, 
You're driving home. You, it's just you. Yeah. You lay in that bed at night. Yeah. It's just you. Or if you have a significant other, it's just you. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and like you're, you're not with that crowd. You're not with the the other comics you're with. You're you're that's who you are. Yeah. You know what I mean? You're that for a moment. Yeah. And that's not even to disrespect what we do. It's no. Not, but it, but you have to understand. But for your the own difference. mental health. Yeah. yeah. And you got to realize, and this sucks. No one is coming to save you. Comedy does not care about you. It does the not. Industry doesn't care about they you. They don't. Nobody fucking cares about you. And you got to care about yourself. And you have out a to. life for your own. And and I struggle with that because yeah. I, I do have these times where my well-being is dependent on how good I'm doing. Yeah. And if I don't, you know, like, oh, but I posted and this didn't. I'm like, I suck. And it's like, that's yeah. when I got to, like, get out and just go talk to a friend that doesn't have anything to do with comedy. Yeah. Like, being able to reconnect with, like, my old friends and, like, all these people that are outside of comedy, I'm so grateful for. Like, taking time off to go to my nephew's first birthday yeah. you know, five hours away instead of being like, well, I got to go make a hundred bucks doing a spot. Yeah. It's like, no, man, I'm, like, so grateful I'm at a place now where, like, obviously I work every weekend, I'm on the road, but it's like, man, like, I, I got into L.A. and I uh, ended up going to see a friend and his wife that I hadn't seen in years. We were dear friends and we were straight edge and like in the awesome. hardcore scene when we were younger. And, uh, instead of like, I just got to go and like be on my own or like this or that. I got to go over my set. I was like, fuck it. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, let's fucking, I'm going to drink coffee at your fucking house and meet your dog ladybug. 100%. You know? And it was amazing. It was so fun. And That's then nice. I went and uh, I got in at 7 a.m. and I couldn't get in my hotel. And we weren't eating, like, whatever until, like, noon or something. So I, like, went to CVS. I got a blanket and I just laid on the beach. Yeah. And oh, listened cool, to music. Man. And just, it was awesome. Just being a fucking That's human. Yeah. 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 It's yeah. it's funny whenever I go to a town, especially, you know, the town I'm in. and the, my, the, Like, I have a friend there. And it's mm -hmm. a friend that I'm, like, really, really close with. <laughs> they're, they're always like, yeah, if, you know, would love to you know, grab a bite with you. I go, yeah. Yeah. Because if I don't, I'll be bored as fuck. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hotel room yeah. I'll yeah. just be in a hotel room yeah. and it's like, Obsessing yeah, well, let me, about yeah, can myself I be a human and what I'm and, doing and you know, not grab doing. a bite with you? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. You know? Are you a pretty harsh critic of yourself? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Most comedians are probably, yeah. Oh, fuck it. <laughs> I suck. <laughs> yeah, so you, are you never like satisfied? Nothing is ever. And you, think, <laughs> and you think you're always bombing and shit? Too. Oh, my God, dude. Oh, dude. I mean, I can admit, last night was, like, magical, wonderful. Magical. But, dude, said, yeah. I thunderous. Fucking, I, like, am just, oh, my God, you fucking fat little piggy loser. You stink, you fucking hack. Oh, God. But Damn. it makes me, like, better. Yeah. And all I want to do is does. make a great It keeps you on your toes. Everything. But, yeah, but, like, I don't know. I oscillate between thinking I am, like, the biggest worm dog shit like subhuman and like you know i think i'm god <laughs> like i think <laughs> what if i am jesus yeah i mean people need to listen and follow me yeah. <laughs> you know like you you've seen me quite a few times yes right and you've always laughed and stuff like that yeah. and you think you think i'm pretty good right all right settle down yeah, yeah, yeah. No, 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 i'm just trying <laughs> yeah. to get to the point I'm just, I'm just, there's a point to it yes so thursday night when i was at uh, arlington draft house yeah yeah I had a set so fucking bad <laughs> that I was like, bro, 
Am I good? Yes. <laughs> but then my yes, friend saw dude. and she told me she thought it was great. That's the thing. So it's These like, fucking people are, are texting their friends like, that was great. I'm like, that was the worst dog shit I've ever seen. I'm going to fucking blow my head off. I hate it all like of them. 50 minutes they're, of dog shit to fucking me. fucking thoughtless pigs in the crowd and they just want their slop. Eat it yeah. up. Piggy. But it's the same thing about playing a show and feeling like, oh, the crowd wasn't into it. Then you get off like, yeah. fuck, we were bad. They, you fucked up that one song, but nobody really hears nobody that. Notices. Yeah. You know what I mean? But then notices. you're like, oh, I'm so, fuck, it was such a bad show. Yeah. You get so in your head about <laughs> it. it. I know. We're all humans, head. dude. Yeah. We get insecure yeah. and sensitive about shit. Yeah. yeah. But comedians are insecure and sensitive for sure. Totally. But yeah. I also never want to like be satisfied because that's when True. I take my foot off the gas. True. Yeah. I never want to wrestle my laurels. You know, yeah. I never want to be like, oh, oh I got it. Yeah, yeah. You're cocky and shit. Yeah, yeah. Like, I, I, I never, you know, like, and, and again, like, you know, to go back to music and everything, you guys are the guys. You are who we're going to see, and you're putting your arm around us, singing with us. That you're making us feel like there's, no, I could be up there and you could be down here. Totally. And that is so important to me, and has really shaped my worldview and and how I do and feel about comedy. You know, because mm-hmm. there's no ego in any no. of that, and there's no. We're all you know, equal, man. Yeah, and, I, I, and love I love it. That, I love it. You know, that's I, I love, love the hardcore that. punk. Yeah, yeah. And seeing hardcore bands on the floor, and there's people just circled around them when there's no stage or anything. That's what I fucking love. And then they're at the t-shirt booth after hanging yes! out. Yep. Yes, yes, yes. It's just that connection. It's yes, like except yeah, selling music merch is a lot better than selling comic merch because there's nothing sadder than someone being like, hey, man, that was great. And you go, oh, thanks. You want to buy a shirt? And they go, ah, nah, man. Nah, okay. man. Nah, nah. It wasn't. Nah, yeah, yeah. Do you it have really cool merch? Like you make, you... I got great merch. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, so I got so, some if you want it. Yeah, I love uh, to get some. Yeah. <laughs> I got a bad brains, uh, you know, band in DC with the lightning bolt and everything. Well, it's band in NYC, and it's me laying on the ground and instead of the Capitol. It's a cigarette with a lightning bolt to it. Perfect. Um, what you, you call think Straight Edge Toby is gonna. Oh shit, shit bro! <laughs> oh fuck! Okay. I also have. I also have. Bad brains smoke weed. Bad brains smoke weed. I also have. I also have a, a Marlboro shirt, like the Marlboro cigarettes, but it says Fidance, and on the back it's the Marlboro logo, and it says Ska Sig Ska Cats. <laughs> but dude, yo, that's cool. One of the one of the most sobering experiences. I so I opened for the pie tasters and cat bite in DC at the nine thirty club, oh, which wow. is fucking amazing. Because I used to go there and see like so many bands. Wait, doing doing stand up? Yeah. That's yeah. awesome. That's cool, yeah, it was fucking dude. awesome, dude. And good crowd. Great. Awesome. Amazing. I, I'm I'm emceeing the Supernova Ska Festival in Oh, September. Sh- that's I'm awesome. so fucking excited, dude. Fishbone, pie tasters. Ooh, we didn't talk it. about Fishbone. Oh my god. Oh yeah. my god. One of the greatest. Somebody dude. called me one time the white Angelo Moore, and it was I want to use it as on my tombstone. <laughs> that was the best thing I've ever heard in my entire life. Yeah, Fishbone never get a props. Incredible, oh, incredible, incredible band. Incredible. Dude, dude lion ass bitch. I, I listen to that before I go on stage. Okay. I, I put on music yeah, and yeah. Re- I dance literally that's before cool. I go on stage. And uh, bone, bro. dude, ah. I so so I went down to DC for this gig and and I'm like, oh my god, venue and and um Steve from the Pie Tips was like, yeah, bring merch. The venue will sell it. I'm like, oh my god, this is gonna be amazing. They're gonna sell the merch, <laughs> dude. I put all I the guy puts all the merch out, whatever. All the bands are counting up how much money they made. I go, all right, man, what's the damage? What are we selling? He goes, nothing. <laughs> and I oh. had to bring. There is nothing sadder than bringing down a box of merch and having to bring back the same box untouched. Oh. A full-on suitcase. Man. Bro. Oh, that my feeling. God. <sighs> oh, 
It is a but tough. But it's way different in bands. You have to understand yeah, that. Yeah. Tough feeling. Yeah. Yeah, it's way different in bands. You guys are getting song requests. No one's like, tell the one about your <laughs> yeah, dick. Right. <laughs> you know? You guys both have a cer- certain jokes you always do and never leave out. I try to like go Like one of your bangers, your songs that people love. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah. The cheerleading joke for me is like the one that Yeah, the closer. Loves. The closer. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So you always have that one yeah. that people know. I tr- Sometimes I try to do my closer earlier and then figure out a way to end up with something funny at the end. Okay. Yeah. Like I like pulling the, the floor out from underneath me and like finding my own parachute. Mm. Like going different And like finding it. Like last night I, I worked on that set And was like This is Because I'm going to record a special And like this is I was going to ask you About a special next Yeah this. But I love Going up and not knowing What I'm going to say And just figuring Freestyle. it out And then And then I have jokes That I can like Backdoor my way into yeah. But I, I love that feeling Of like not knowing What's Where I'm going to go with it So this is going to be Your first official Real special Because yeah. I know you've done Some recording things In the past Different things Yeah yeah and and you're gonna shop it around for like a network or YouTube no or buy it for me. You can, what do you mean? Come on, you know. What? I'm just it's it's it, that it's like really tough. I know. Yeah. I, was, I know. I know. Oh, got it. Got it. No, yeah. no, no. Because I, I see know. so I, many comedy things on Netflix and all this shit. I yeah, know. and well, it's Netflix like, is like going people, under. Not that it's like your goal. Yeah, pe- yeah people want to. Uh, I don't YouTube, know. YouTube is very DIY. You think, make all your money on yeah. that shit. Yeah, I think we have like the similar, you know, kind of. It was just like. I'll just do it. I'll just do it myself. Yeah. And that's what YouTube. You can get yeah. your residuals you know, from the, all that stuff. Yeah. yeah. You know, but even you know, like YouTube, you can see the views. More eyes are going to get on it than HBO Max or okay. like Peacock or yeah. Because it's Prime easier to share. Where it's yeah. like, if he was on, if we were on HBO, like no one could share that because not everybody right. has HBO. But ego. anybody. Ego. Ego. I want an HBO special. Ego. I want a Netflix special for my ego. Okay. But what I need to do as a, as a working comic is to get eyes on me and introduce myself to the world, and more people are going to see it if I put yeah. it on YouTube. Yeah. And, and, and I know I'm going to eat money. I know I'm not going to make yeah. a ton, mm. but I'm willing to put that out. Invest in yourself. Call, call in favors from friends to like you know work on something that we for all sure. believe in, knowing that it's going to be worth it later because things will come from it. And I have to have that unwavering belief in myself. Yeah. I love you. I love how long you've been doing it for. And now you're working on a special. We talked about that. Cause I guess Bill well, Burr, you gotta, a certain amount of years before his he, happened. Yeah, over he was 10 fi- years. 15 years yeah. in. I love that. You like just so grinding and like just getting your name out yeah. there. Yeah. Well, same thing as bands. Totally. hundred yeah. percent. But it's like, could you imagine starting comedy now in this like clip economy? Yeah. And like, dude, I'm in, I'm in awesome. Like, so what's like the goal? Like, do you guys like work your way out of here to Nashville, to New York, to yeah. LA? And they're like, I nah, mean, you just you know go around, you film, get your clips. Hope something goes viral. It, it, it listen, wow. and I don't know if we feel this feel the That's same crazy. way about this, but you know it's tough because as a community, you kind of have to play that game a little bit, uh, a little bit. You, I mean, also because I, you know, I I fight back and forth with my uh, my reps about it, yeah. how, how much I just I go, I don't really care yeah. to post a clip. You know, but it's like people got to know you, you know, and I'm like, okay, I'll do it to promote a show. Right. But I was like, I'm not just going to be like clip heavy on my, I was like, I'm a fucking human. Yeah. Like, I was like, I do shit. Like, like I like posting that I went to a fucking show. Yes. You know what I mean? Like that. I get excited on shit like that. Yeah. But there's this thing to Mm. it to where. You know, the, those I, are like I, teasers for what your special is going to be, right? It, Little well, clips from it. Well, n- not necessarily because a lot of it is like crowd work or whatever. It's it, yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. It's you know, I I don't necessarily enjoy it because it, it, I don't know it's just not it's not fun to me. It's just just kind of like mindless to me. Yeah. But don't get me wrong, people have made careers. Yeah. Of it. There's there, 
Not a lot, yeah. but there have been people that have been it, – it's made them like strong ticket sellers and stuff mm-hmm. like that. But I don't necessarily think that's the thing about me as to why people would fuck with me. Even though Got they do – even though the clips – like whenever I do post a clip, mm-hmm. it does really good every time. But I don't necessarily think that's the thing that's – I think people just fuck with me just – you know, for it's not who I make am. Or break and you, the same yeah. with him. Like you could tell, people fuck with you because yeah. of who you are. Yeah. Like we're, we're we have like depth to yes. us. So, and I think yeah. that's mm. why guys like you and I don't necessarily like to post yeah. the clips because it just seems like oh, we're not one note. We're not yes. one noted yeah. people. We're, yeah. we're we have this Liars. this range. Yeah. Like this guy was a fucking teacher. Know, so cool. <laughs> in the hood, you know, you know what I'm saying, like, like a cheerleader. Yeah, exactly. You, you, you see what I'm saying? <laughs> it's more than that. And I watch, I, st- I watch cheer videos all the time. Yeah, you know, like yeah. I get, it, I still yeah. watch routines. Yeah. But I think there's something to it with like this thing where it's just, you know, people are just fighting for this. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, I need, I need the viral. I need the I, viral, and I it doesn't, and it just do it seems too much. It man. seems very mindless. Yeah. To where it seems short-term thinking too. Yeah, it seems short-term thinking in a sense because it's like you want the instant fucking. Well, also the inst- at the same the inst- time, these clip guys, a, a lot of them are younger and they don't have a full act, so they do these clips, they get yeah. stuff, and then people go, they get an opportunity to like do headline or whatever, and people come out and they see them do what they saw on the clip, and they go, "Well, I'm not gonna see him again. I already saw this," and the goal is mm. to have an elongated career. You know, yes. it's it's a marathon, that's what not it a is. sprint. Yes, yes. that's so what it like, is. It, it's cool. Have your little night where people see it and they already saw the thing. But I want people to come back again. Totally. I want them to yeah. see me this time and then go, what's he going to say next time? What's this going to yes. be about? Yes. And in the meantime, I'm living experiences and living life that I can talk about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? Also, like I've never had anyone come up to me and go, dude, I love that crowd work clip you did. Yeah. I've always had people mm. come up and go, dude, I like that one joke that you do, blah, 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 yeah. blah, blah. Like, they'll name a specific joke. They've never named a clip where I've like, you know, what do you do for work? Yeah. You know, like, no one's ever come <laughs> yeah, up yeah. to me and say, oh, dude, when you asked that dude what he did for work, that was fucking, oh. Yeah. <laughs> Think about it. You know no what? one's ever done that. But, it's yeah. And, and I get it. You kind of have to play that game a little bit, but also at it's, the same time. It's so, like, soul-sucking, but it is one of what we have to do. But... I feel like we're so fortunate that, you know, all our guys and everyone like our how long we've been doing it and our age and everything like didn't come up in that world of like, that's the number one thing you do. That's the goal. It's like, no, we focus on like being undeniably funny no matter what, rather than like, God, I'm doing this set. As long as I get a good clip, it's like, what? No. Yeah. As long as I get better. And better work on the thing that better I, all i'm going to do is be a great fucking comic i'm not trying to get be a better clip all that shit will happen and also it's like, like that. the thing is is like the, the thing with comedy is you can't go around being yeah. funny yeah mm-hmm. like instagram like social media is giving people like an, a way mm-hmm. for them to, to to decorate themselves as a really good comedian mm-hmm. but but mm-hmm. here's the thing you can't go around mm-hmm. being funny so when people do so yeah say you have this viral moment all these followers and all of a sudden, you know, clubs are like, yeah, we'll give them, you sell out the club. Yeah. But you don't necessarily <coughs> have the An the act. chops to, the, to yeah. I mean, to do 50 minutes on set. stage yeah. is, is, it's insane. It's like yeah. being the one hit wonder with a band, having one song. Yeah. And no real fan yes. base, just radio and, fans. And, and like to carry yourself on stage for 50 minutes, also 
you know, ha- you gotta have crowd control. Yeah. yeah, you have to have so know many how to things. Do the check spot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When, <laughs> when the, the checks, checks drop, drop <laughs> you gotta know how to like yeah. finagle your way through that. There's so much to headlining. Yeah, to where, yeah, these people are getting these opportunities, and that's cool. But a lot of them, yeah, don't necessarily aren't able to follow through. And yeah. I and I don't want to sound like I'm a hater or anything because it's like. Hey, that's what that's what the time is. That's what the world is. Yeah. I'm I'm no guru. I'm not the scientist to yeah. this shit or have the blueprint. But the way I look at it, look at it for me personally, and I don't know if you agree too, is just I don't know. I I'd rather have strength because yeah. the strength will always yeah. be seen in longevity. In yeah. longevity, it'll, yeah. it'll it'll always be seen. Yeah, yeah, that's interesting. I man. mean, you could, I guess you could just say those people are here today, gone tomorrow. Oh. oh! <laughs> <laughs> Yo, <laughs> that was a good one. I like that one. <laughs> it's pretty but true, was, though. Was, was that quick, or were you sitting on that? No, nah, I just came up. With it. Okay, there we go. There Do you, we go. you have a uh, top five hardcore bands? Oh my god! Oh yeah, let's hear it. Woo! Uh, yeah. Um, Madball. Whoa! Uh, I fucking loved Madball so much. Tell me your Freddy story. Uh, oh my god! Oh god! <laughs> well, the ones he came on stage with us, but then after yeah. that, I saw him again. No, I. I what was your first Madball show after that? Every time, man, I didn't see them for a while. Some sometime in Brooklyn, like years ago, maybe okay. like 2016, 2017. But um, oh, I saw I so every Tompkins Square Park show I've I've gone to. And uh, I like was like, oh, can I get a picture? He's like, yeah, sure. I was like, I saw you at a show. And it was great. He's like, oh, thanks, man. He was like, really nice. I go, here, let's let's hard style. Uh, no, you, yeah, yeah. Way. And he goes, he goes, what? And I go, yeah, all right, all right. He goes, is that what they're calling it? And I go, yeah. And he was like, so disgusted. And I was like, in my head, I was like, what have you done? <laughs> backpedal, backpedal. And I was like, oh, thanks. Did he do it with like, you? Yeah, yeah. He was like very kind. He went on his knee and did the shit with no, you. No, no, he didn't go oh, on his okay, knee. Okay, we okay. just like did it standing next wow, to each other. But I was bro. like, I was like, what have I done? That is you fucking were an funny. idiot. Yeah, yeah. And so now I'm living in fear. That, you know, but it was fucking that great. is so good, yeah. man. But again, like I, dude, I printed out the lyrics of Pride. Like that helped me. Like I related that to growing up with like out of dad and yeah. like you yeah. know, being there for myself and everything. Like that was so important to me. You know. But uh, yeah, that's I. I mean, Jesus, what a fucking idiot! Cru- <laughs> yeah. Hey, man, he's like, what? Let's that? do it hard style. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. fun. Yeah, he's like, yeah. don't you know I'm already hard? Already? Yeah, 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 yeah. Don't you know I basically invented this? This, yeah. is, this, this is not just a handshake. <laughs> I know, I know, I know. I, I'm. I, I mean, like, but the I'm whole s- thing is to go down your knee and do the whole. Bro, thing. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I'm. Man. I'm sweating right now talking about it. <laughs> I'm sweating. He's going to hear this, too, because this is all the episodes. I love you, Freddie. Shout out to Freddie Madball. <laughs> You're the best. I can't wait to tell him the story, man. Oh, no, he's my God. Though, yeah. Dude, he's the best. They're one of the, the greatest friends, dude. dude, for hey, sure. Oh, my God. The way he pops off is fucking unreal, Machine, dude. dude. And the whole time. The whole time. The whole time. Yeah. Jumping up. I don't know how he does it, man. Yeah. I mean, it's fucking amazing. Like, that's the thing. I want to be, when I'm on stage, that energy the whole time. Just like the lead singer of a fucking hardcore band, I, I want to be Freddie Madball, just getting everyone into it. And there's so much energy and emotion and mm-hmm. love. And, you know, like I saw this clip of him. There were like these new kids in the front row. It was like their first show. And like he didn't clown them. He was like, this is what it's about. They're the few. Like it was like so kind. And dope. Cool. Yeah, that's dope. You know, it was fucking awesome. And, like that's what I do. Like a lot of people like watch special. I just watch like old Concert footage. Same as him, Jerry. Deep yeah, Lacey. Yeah, yeah. 
He's a deep diver. Yeah. That's all I yeah. do. I mean, lately it's just been like trapped under ice. Trapped yeah. under ice. You Black, too. Blacklisted <laughs> Angel Dust. Angel, Angel Dust is yeah. like, great too, yeah. man. Oh my God. Who else you got yeah. in your top five? What else you got in there? Oh my God. Um, trapped under ice. Ooh. Man. Yeah, come on. Uh, that's a lady. That's a good dance. Blacklisted. Um, Where they're they a band from? from Philadelphia. Okay, yeah, I'm going to try this right. Um, man, oh man. She listened to new stuff too, as well. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I would say, honestly, like, man, Strife. Wow, nice. Oh, we strife. were talking about that last yeah. night. I yeah. love that. That's yeah. cool, man. Yeah. yeah, that's cool. Yeah. And uh, great dude, Rick and Andrew, man. That's awesome. And Chad, yeah. Dude, yeah. I mean, I just remember they had a documentary that I would just like watch it over and I over. I remember that, yeah. Um, Of them like on the road and everything. I remember watching that like before a school trip or something. And I was like, <laughs> oh, I'm about to be on a bus. <laughs> <laughs> you know? That's a good mix of bands, though. That's really great. Yeah. yeah. Great yeah. mix. So, and, wait, that's uh, you like you harder said... stuff, too. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So, that's four. Yes. No, he said Madball, Traps Under Ice, Blacklisted, Strife. Yes. <clears throat> and uh, the fifth, man, I'm trying to think. The Bad Brains in there, too. Oh, the Bad Brains. Yeah. 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 Bad yeah. Brains. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Have to. There it Have is. To. That's a good one. That's a strong one, man. Tied with H2O. Thank you, man. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's a good list, though. Yeah, it's yeah. a really good list. No, legit. Like, that's been my playlist lately. But you and Chappelle are keeping up on newer bands for sure, right? Checking out new stuff. Oh, oh you're talking yeah. about Dude, wait, did you, did you tell him yeah. what we're doing? Oh, my God. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> what are you guys doing? This fucking guy. He sends me a flyer for, what's the name of the it fest? It was Gorilla Biscuit. Uh, I don't know what the name of the fest is. It's in Detroit in June. Uh-huh. Furnace goes, Fest? No, no, That's no, a different no, one, my bad. No. Furnace is uh, Alabama. No. Are you guys going to go to the show together? Uh, well, it's in Detroit, June like second, second through fourth. Second through fourth. So and like, he sends me. He goes, "Dude, it'd be cool to go to this." And then immediately, <laughs> I'm like, "Yeah, I buy tickets." And I'm like, "I'm there." And you're like, "What?" I was just, I don't think I was serious. He's like, "Now I gotta go." Yeah, I was like, "Now I gotta so back I you up." Backdoored him into going to it, and now I'm getting Jordan to go. Yeah. And we're gonna bring our podcast out there and try to get bands to be oh, on the that's podcast. Cool. Yeah, I mean, dude, we should legit yeah. like no, no, let's no, talk no. about it's, like it's, hotels. It's a, it's a and full stuff. commitment. I'm telling my agents like I'm not doing yeah, yeah. that What's weekend. What's the date? What, what month is it's that? It's like June second. I think you June might be on the fourth. road again. I'm gonna I say mean, this on the pod now because it's gonna come out before them. But September 8th, New York City H2O Grilla Biscuits. What? Yeah. Save the date. Yeah. In well, Brooklyn. I'm... In Brooklyn. What? The Where? Mon- Monarch or whatever. That's six blocks from my apartment. <laughs> oh my! I saw Terror there like two months ago and ended from Baltimore. With yep. Year of the Knife, great band from Delaware. Shout out, Maddie. Yo, se- yo, September 8th, we're playing there. Yeah. All right, well, I'm putting it in my phone. <laughs> so, Chappelle's going to be there, too. Yeah. Oh, I'm going to be there. That's okay. going to be so cool to have That's on the show. That's going to be dope, yeah. Dude, well, I, fucking speaking of saving the dates, all right, I'll tell you this. Fucking my favorite band of all time, Blacklisted from Philadelphia. I'm friends with the singer, uh-huh. or the, the guitarist, John. We've been buds for years, and so we're, we talk and, and everything, and he's like, dude, Save this date. We're they broke up in 2018. He's like, we're getting back together for one night for this benefit show. And oh, I go, nice. oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. I was at Arlington Draft House. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I call my agents. I go, get rid of this weekend. Reschedule. I got an engagement. I gotta go That's to. Awesome. Oh my god. I text him. I go, buddy. I took off. I'm going. I can't wait. I'm just. And he's like, don't tell a soul. I'm like your secret safe with me, John. Oh yeah. So, so don't <laughs> tell anybody. No dates. Yeah, yeah. bro. Three days later, Uh-oh. I got a gig in Philly, and I see um, my buddy Paul, who's best friends with him and the band, and uh, we're talking. He goes, do you hear about the Blacklisted reunion? I go, ah, I thought I was the only one that knew 
And he goes, yeah, it's not happening. I go, what? And he goes, yeah, George said no. The singer was like, yeah, it's not going on. And I'm like, oh, no. Oh, what have I done? Well, Detroit's definitely happening. Yeah. New yeah, York's well, definitely you, happening. Dude, I, wait. Yeah, because the fucking tickets were like nine million dollars. Yeah, they're How would pretty you buy? Cheap. Yeah, two. He bought two. Oh, yeah, man, you gotta fucking go. That's, that's why I said I have to back yeah. him up. <laughs> I know. You want? <laughs> yeah. All right. You guys. Well, gotta I'm, go. I'm gonna go get another for for Jordan. Oh, okay. That's yeah. Nice. Yeah. Let's do it. Dude, it's gonna be so, so funny. <laughs> sick. I can't wait. Yeah, it's uh, Gorilla Biscuits and Trapped Under Ice are the big headlines. Yeah. I think fire, it's only two days. It's, it's only a two day fest. Yeah. Well, I gotta wear a helmet because I I can't bust my money maker. You know, my face, my teeth, these big old things. You were like, what are those called? Uh, uh, Mouthpieces? Mouth, mouth, yeah, it was yeah. hard. Yeah. You going to pay with that? That was a hardcore band, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was like, yeah. What, <laughs> what, what was your last real job before doing comedy? Oh, man, I fixed printers. Really? Dude, I had so many fucking shit jobs. That was the last well, was one, like, though, doing like open mics. Yeah. I was fixing printers and delivering pizzas. And, uh, yeah, these specialized postage Perimeter meters, Pitney Bowes machines. Yeah, I used to have one of those. Yeah. Holy yeah. shit. I'm the guy that you should call to fix it. Wow. Yep. We what? did H2O mailing. This sounds that. like something from the 80s. You're like, no, I was delivering pizzas. Uh, and so fucking what, what'd you have, a DM375? <laughs> or you work with DC17? Dude, Pitney Bowes was my life. That was our printed for merch. Holy yep. shit. So you work for that. Wow. Yeah. Yep. So that was the last one. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. Oh, like printers for shirt no, for merch. No, no, no. Oh, Mail labels and shit. Oh, like printing labels. Oh, yeah. got it, got for it. shipping, so you don't have to go to the post office. These like postal mail meters. They're these specialized printers. I got that. And uh, they would break all the time. And mm. I worked for a third party company that would get called, and they'd sub out these jobs. And I'd just have a million tickets, and I'd ride my bike through the city and go to these multi million dollar buildings and fix wow. them and. It's like these think tanks and these people are like, we don't know what to do with the printer. And I'm like, yeah, well, it's not turned on. So <laughs> give me my money now. You know? <laughs> That's fucking amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, do you have any major regrets in your life? Yeah, but it's not worth it mm. because it made me who I am today. I like that. You know, that's so, a great answer. That's yeah. a good answer. Yeah. No, it's not even worth fucking going into because mm-hmm. I can't fix it. And do you feel different doing comedy so because you you were you were you ever like fucked up doing comedy before you got sober? Yeah, dude. So it must be night and day like your performance and just everything. How totally. that would change being everything sober. Everything is infinitely better. It's awesome. Man. Sober. It's it's You can really see it. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. I appreciate that, man. Oh, you knew him before that too? No, I'm just saying like you could you could tell the energy. Oh, yeah. thanks. Yeah, like you it's a, it's a feels like a fresh energy up there. Yeah, it's a gift. Yeah, yeah. You know, I, I have to remember that, that it all goes away the second I take a drink or do a yeah. drug. And I've worked too hard. And I, I enjoy life. I never yeah. did. Yeah. And I got that gift of sobriety. And I, I never so cool. want to go back, you know. And, dude, one time I did this gig. I got banned from a venue because I did a bunch of coke before I went on stage. Because oh, I was like, I want to be like Dennis Leary. And I was all yacked out and on stage. I thought it'd be a good idea to like throw a chair and just be like, yeah! And wow. everybody was like, what? at one point a guy goes, are you okay? <laughs> and uh, and they thought I was doing a character. Damn. Like the booker was like, what's this new character you're doing? I go, oh, a character. I don't know. I just did coke in the bathroom. And they were like, you're not allowed back. And I was Ooh, like, holy okay. Oh, that yeah. feeling. And it's the thing of comedy is is what tragedy plus time equals comedy. Yeah, you know. And when you are in the midst of addiction, it's not funny. 
Mm. When you're on stage and you're like, I was sober and I'm in the middle of a relapse. Who wants to do shots? Everyone's like, what? This is heartbreaking, mm. you know? But if you talk about it later, once you've recovered, it's yeah. funny, you know? Mm. But nobody wants to No, that's what I was saying. I could tell about stage. you. Uh, mm. That's what I could tell about you on stage. Like, everything just seems, like, fresh. Ah. Like, you know, I, I mean, when... When I met you with Shane at Brea, that was five shows. Yeah. So I watched you every night, and then you know mm. watching you a little bit last night, yeah. I get just you can tell there's like just fresh, Thanks, fresh vibe, like your mind's like there. Yeah, you know, not to quote awesome. uh, the God Ian Mackay, but I'm just kidding. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, you know, man, I, this is like amazing, and and I'm I could sit here and just talk about the salad days. Oh. <laughs> Forever and ever, you know? You got a lot of knowledge of like Chappelle for sure, man. Yeah. He's yeah. East Coast version of you. I know, right? I know, right? <laughs> well, it always kind of made me, you know, like um, you know, a black sheep. Mm. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you you always been a positive like well, we talked about it because you kinda you kinda hid your pain with being funny yeah. and being goofy, making people laugh, and you always had to be the guy was always yeah. funny, funny, funny. But I feel like now you actually are really happy. Yeah, you know I mean it's awesome. Yeah, I and mean you, you've always been a positive person too. Yeah, I mean it's like fake it till you make it, mm. but now it's like authentically real. Yeah, you know, and and it's again, like that PMA, yeah, is uh, very important, you know. But at the same time, like I've been able to access the darkness with positivity gotcha. in a way that I couldn't before, you know. And like it's very, you know, I, I mean like. I don't know. I'm again, like I'm, I'm grateful. Like I, I used to hate so many things about myself and be like so embarrassed and like friend, I, I would have friends for like a year or two and they didn't even know my dad was dead. Like I would never let people know, you wow. know, I was like embarrassed yeah. about these things, you know? And, uh, not that it's like the first thing I bring up, but I'm okay with talking about it. You know, yeah. I'm okay with my past. You know, we were, we, we don't regret the past and we, we can shut the door in the past without regretting it. And, you know, and, and I don't know. It's, it's yeah. beautiful. You know? yeah, and again, like the th fucking thread through it all is music. Yeah. You know, I'm sitting across from the table that I learned that there's one life, one chance. <laughs> and, and, and I'm making, I'm not even making a joke. That's yeah, a fucking yeah, truth, yeah. dude. Yeah. I used to write that on my notebooks. Oh, like wow, that was you, like man. something that stuck with me my whole fucking life. It's awesome. Man. Truly. Yeah. You know, like it, it's it's just and, and again, like what got me here? Sobriety and jokes. Like, yeah. isn't it so silly how something so silly could straighten, like be so important? Yeah. You know, and at the same time, you can relate all this. So little of it is jokes. Yeah. It's so much more than that. Yeah. You know, it's mm. just so wild. Like, I, I think I explaining this last night. I, like, I don't do I don't go on stage to, like make people happy. It's just my brain is just thinking these thoughts and it thinks in the way of funny yeah so like yeah. that's why I, yeah. I do it, it and i don't know if you feel that for yourself like where your brain's just like not saying i don't want to make people happy right. but when i think of the core of it it's like oh i just have these like laughable thoughts about these things of you know trauma it's like what you were doing when you were a kid yeah like you see it you, a different way yeah you yeah. just see it in a different way yeah i i, I it. totally respect and get that but i've i very much for me want people to feel better leaving when than when they did coming in which in in a way is like i wish i i didn't care not that i like care like like me i just like making people feel good yeah yeah, yeah. and that's like a big tenant of you know like 
AA is like, mm. you know, um, in order to keep it, you got to give it away. Like the number nice. one thing is like helping others and like reaching out. And I've, I've just realized the best way I can make people feel better is like with laughter. Like I've realized my role with my mom is to like keep her smiling, you know? Yeah. Hell yeah. And it just so happens. I have these thoughts which aren't always right or whatever, but like I, I want to get my thoughts out and I do have funny thoughts, but I, I'm just looking forward to the next phase of my career where I can like, dissect things that aren't just myself <laughs> you know yeah, yeah, yeah. like i've i've really like dissected myself and still where to go but i want to be able to do that with other things but in order to get there i got to do that with me dude it's nice man. i swear to god me and this motherfucker are twins <laughs> 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 i swear to god because <laughs> once you tell your story and you have your special and it breaks down your whole life right and, and talking about yourself yeah and all that, then once that's out there, then you work on new material, like you said, dissecting other things. Yeah, yeah. Because that's like your story, right? It's like yeah. Your, yeah. It's cool, man. You yeah. guys are very talented humans, man. Uh, I appreciate uh, you. No, like you're you, a bro. talented human. Yeah, you <laughs> too, man. Yeah. So. Well, I appreciate you being there. How, how many yeah, band tattoos honor. you have? Do you have any band tattoos? Oh, man. I have uh, Incendiary, Product of New York. Nice. <laughs> tattooed right here. That's my newest. Yeah, you got a lot of leg tats, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Covered on my legs. I was gonna. I got 302 and I got 138 for the Misfits. Nice, right under a bike. I was gonna get the Madball logo, but Ooh. my guy was like, "You gotta chill." I was like, "All right, yeah, maybe." What? Yeah. You should get. Well, it no, done. because I'm, he got it I'm, done on his head, bro. I'm getting tattoos like every other week. Like yeah. I can't oh, stop. Okay, like yeah. it's an issue. You I think it. I'm gonna get two while I'm here. <laughs> and now I'm like, should I go on the? I was arms? gonna ask you to go yeah, on your arms because like, your legs there. are getting no. sleeved up already. Yeah, but I kind of like this old like prison pop pop look. Mm. But I already Popeye have this, style. and yeah. I'm like, I might as well just go like bop bop. But I I don't I don't know. And maybe I'll... Do you work out, too? No. I Why ride a bike. Your arms look like you look something on your arms. Thank you. Yeah, I, I could be well served to do push-ups every once All in a while. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, I ride a bicycle, and yeah. I'm, I'm, like, off sugar now. Wow. Um, How long? Oh, man. Sugar? Two days. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Shut up! I'm trying! Yo, for real? <laughs> so, no, I'm off, I'm off added sugars okay. and processed sugars. That's I hard. still eat fruit and stuff, yeah. but I'm being very well aware of like, okay, if I have a choice, I'm going to not... This is zero sugar, so I'm going to eat this rather than this. So it's I'm hard, like dude. really trying... It's really hard. Really hard. I did it for like a month and a half, and then I was like, buddy, treat yourself. And then almost the past month has just been gluttonous piggery. But my mom... Was like, oh, Ian, you look so good. Don't get fat again. I was like, thanks, mom. Oh my thanks. God. Yeah. Sugar is no joke, man. Bro. It's in everything, it's, man. Everything. It's so everything. addictive and so fucking bad for you. I think we're all the whole world's addicted to sugar. It's yes. In, it's, in, it's in everything. Man. Yes. Dude, everything. They, they, the fucking big sugar changed it years ago to where they made uh, fats and everything bad for you rather than sugar so they could put sugar in anything and make money but yeah. like they're mm. good fats I like how you called it big sugar big sh I didn't know what else word to say big sugar big farmer big yeah, sugar yeah yeah, yeah. big farmer big sugar <laughs> so two days I mean how it goes I'm interested I'd love to try that someday because sugar's in fucking everything it's in everything I know. it's I know. hard but man. the place we go to I mean green table no added sugars yeah no added sugars yeah. yeah damn well like dessert and snacking was like like on the road I just go back to my room. I watch forensic files and I just dump bags of candy next to me on the bed and I'd eat them. And then I'd wake up no pants, t-shirt on like Winnie the Pooh. And I'd have like Skittles attached to my body. And I'm like, I gotta make a change. Yeah. 
Make a change. Yeah, Make yeah, a yeah. change. <laughs> Everything's hardcore, man. I know. Everything. Yeah. <laughs> you can say anything. It brings it back to that. I know. We can't quote a Taylor Swift song. <laughs> yeah. Maybe. Well, I, yeah. I mean, you know what? It's just, I got to, no matter what I do, I just got to be out there demonstrating my style. Ooh. You know? <laughs> that was for you, Freddie. I love you, Freddie. I love you. <laughs> I'm sorry. Well, thank you for I'll being here, man. Thank you, this man. This was awesome, dude. Yeah, this, this was, was awesome. awesome. Thank this you so much. To hear your story. Thanks. I'm excited to see what happens in your life moving forward and stuff, too, man. Yeah. Sobriety, just everything, man. It's awesome. Yeah. Thank you, Toby. I appreciate it. Of course. It. We're going to see you in, uh, in the East Coast in September, hopefully. Yeah. Yes. Right? I saved the date like a wedding. Yeah. There you mm -hmm. go. I know. That's, yeah. I know. That's your what you put on your fridge. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just hard. Well, I guess I shows. do like Ska. Yeah. Yes. Yes. See, there you go. There yes. You go. After talking it. about all those bands yeah. and shit like we that. We did it. Shout out to the Bostones. I fucking love the Bostones. Shout out to Fishbone. Forever, man. Yes. Fishbone, the pie tasters, too, man. Did a lot of tours with them. And Suicide Machines, man. I forgot about them. Yeah. It's a lot, man. Yeah, man. Fuck, maybe I should get some horns in H2O and shit. <laughs> Bro, no. if you fucking redid a song, an album, Albums, Albums, oh my God. One of the songs like Thicker Than Water. I was just ska. thinking that. I was just thinking of Thicker Than Water Sky, man. That'd be crazy. Especially dude. on that chorus. Yeah, oh, yeah, it could be. Yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> Because we're <laughs> faster than the world, we're oh, faster yeah. than the world. We can't <laughs> slow down. <laughs> can't slow down. <laughs> That's fucking great. Oh, All right, guys. Thanks you guys for being here. Thank you. We out. Thank you for listening, everybody. That was fucking awesome, man. Of joy, and they're like, okay. Oh, let me dial it back. <laughs> <laughs> Auditions are weird. Yeah. Um. Yeah. <clears throat> so. Let me preference this whole conversation. So we're back in the podcast. This like two days later. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So Ian hits me up and he's like, "Cause on the podcast we talk about having regrets, and Ian has no regrets, but he has a new regret. His regret it was his top five on this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> he sent me a text about it. Um, and now he's here, <laughs> and now he's back in the podcast to clear the air. Yeah, Welcome back, Ian. Welcome How are you? Here. Thank you, guys. So you, th you feel like you fumbled your top five? I did. I got so nervous. <laughs> I, I didn't think about You said it really fast to where I was like, I wonder if that's really a It was five. nerves. And there should be nerves. no pressure either just because I'm in the band that you listen to. I don't have to be here in top five. No, no, but you are. That's okay. the thing. That okay. was my regret because it's <laughs> obvious because I wore your belt and everything. And then in my head while I'm talking out loud, I'm like, oh, my God, do I say it? Or am I like sucking his dick too much? Am I like, I just got to be, you know. And, and, you know, I didn't follow my gut. <laughs> I wasn't honest. And well, now you're my, here. My regrets are, are not being honest. It's okay. And um, well, I appreciate you coming back. To yeah. Here. And then you made me rethink my ska list Let's as go. well. And you're, I was like, fixing, oh, right. my you're God. You're fixing your regrets. Yeah. You're fixing your regrets. Yeah, I'm making my amends. And the one tattoo in your arm is too dark. Yes. And now I'm <clears> getting <throat> that fixed. Shout yeah. out to Spotlight Tattoo. Are you going to go over that tattoo or are you can you can laser it? You know you can get one shot of a laser and lighten it up, too. I was thinking about that, but it's so dark. It's so black. And people are like, yeah, it took me two years of laser. And that was the most painful thing ever. I'm like, oh, fuck. I could get you uh, free lasering in Manhattan or in New York. Get out. Mm -hmm. I'm glad I had a regret. I get Rappaport, <laughs> Rappaport taking off yeah. all of his tattoos right now. Really? The remover who sponsored my podcast. Is he getting rid of the PMA? He's getting rid of everything. All of his tattoos. That motherfucker. Why? He just doesn't want them no more. Wow. So I can get you lasered. Like I'm, I've been working on mine like seven times already. I'm lighting up a whole thing on my arm. Really? I'll show you after. It's, okay. it's really light. Oh, so you wow. can get that lasered in Manhattan somewhere, lighten up, and then 
Fix Whoa. It up. So I got that for you if you need to. Yeah. Look at that. Well, great. Now do yeah. I not get the rest of my arm done? I don't know. <laughs> Fuck it. It I'll does get hurt, but it's pretty fast. I'll get that taken off, and then I'll pop some other stuff on the arm. I'm just yeah. worried of being on stage. I mean, I wear shorts on stage, and I'm covered in tattoos. Yeah. But my upper body isn't. And I'm like, is it going to be weird if I have my whole my arms tattooed too? No, no man. You it's know? cool. Yeah? Yeah. You don't think that would be like no. jarring or like. There's a lot of people with yeah. tattoos do comedy, right? Yeah. yeah. That's like, yeah, it's the culture. Yeah. yeah. Is that not normal for tattoo artists? I mean, uh, <laughs> comedians have tattoos. Well, tat- not, actually, no, no, it's not common. Okay. No one. Now that I think about it, it's yeah. not. It's for, for a comedian, it's not a common thing. Okay. Uh, but I'm wondering as, if it'll be a distraction. Um, but then I'm showing off my chicken legs with tattoos. Yeah. No, shout out to Shane. Uh, I forget how to Dozer. Shane Smith. No, Shane. Tattoo artist, Shane yeah. Smith. Shane Smith. Shane yeah, Dozer. Yeah. Shane Dozer. The yeah, comedian. Yeah, comedian. Shane, tattoos. Shane yeah, face yeah, tattoos. Yeah. He's got mad tattoos. Now, and he's a clean comic. Yeah. And, yeah. He's, yeah. and he's made it like, yeah. you know, he's he's made it. He talks made about it, it. He talks about it. Yeah. It's cool. You know, but like your yeah, yours aren't to the to the along the lines of his, but yeah, yeah. Yeah, and I can wear shirts. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah you guys are right. Don't well, be scared. It's, who you, so it's, 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 how expre- yeah. it's how you express yourself. Yeah. Here it's at the One want. Life, One Chance podcast, we break down your insecurities. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we help I mean, you get I, rid of them. <laughs> I do have One Life, One Chance. I you better do. Do, do you really? Right. Yeah. Oh, I thought you yeah, meant you tattoo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, no, no, no. I mean, just in general. Oh, yeah. got it, got it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, okay, so. What's so your top five? Let's, go, top, let's go back to Ska. Ska, top let's go top five Ska. Okay. Catch 22. Okay. MU330. Uh. Link 80. Okay. Operation Ivy. Mm-hmm. And uh, again, like, it's a tie between the Pie Tasters and Mighty Mighty Ballstones. Yeah, that's a good tie. All right. Yeah. That, that's, yep. that's strong. Yeah, that's strong. Especially for, like, a, uh, a real ska head. Yeah. I'm not so into ska, so I say Ballstones over everyone. Right. Operation Ivy's dope, too. Yeah. And I didn't really get into them until later on in life as well, to be honest. Really? Yeah, I didn't really, I didn't really know about them until after Rancid because I wasn't really not, not that wasn't my world. You yeah, know? yeah, no, that makes oh, sense. That's right. Yeah, that makes sense. That. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like the roots of that band. Mm-hmm. That that's the one reunion I would drop everything for and take whatever amount of money it takes to go see them live. You saw they played a couple. Yeah, months they played. Ago they here, played. Right? A, they had the soft, like a soft reunion. They yeah. did. Yeah. Yeah. That was that was awesome. really really that, cool. That went crazy viral. People were so yeah, excited. Yeah. Oh, people about were that. going hype. Well, dude, the coolest was Matt Freeman in the beginning of the pandemic. He started playing bass to Operation Ivy songs. Mm-hmm. He was doing like songs every day or whatever. And that was really neat to see. Yeah, that's cool. That was really, yeah. really cool. I think it could happen in some sort of world, you know? Yeah. A benefit show or something or yeah. never say never. Yeah. Never. It sounded great. And people were, and the reaction was so positive. Oh, yeah. People I mean, especially if they did it for like a cause or whatever. Yeah. yeah. There's this old story of um, John Lennon, Paul McCartney and, and Yoko. Where, the, you know, the, there's this whole idea that they hated each other, this and that. That wasn't true. They they were on each other's albums. And, I mean, the first couple albums, they all did diss tracks on each other, which is hilarious. That's crazy. Hilarious. Yeah. Like John Lennon did Stealing Glass, and that was about Paul McCartney. And he had George Harrison play guitar on it. And it was, like, going at him a Damn, little. Beatles you know? beef. Yeah. Beatles beef. It was fucking wild. <laughs> Can you believe crazy. it? Yeah. 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 And um, so then, you know, obviously they made up. But, uh, you know, in I, I don't I don't know if it was like 1980 or 1979. It was close to the time when John died. But Paul was at John's apartment, John and Yoko in New York at the Dakota. And they're watching Saturday Night Live. And uh, they did a Beatles spoof. 
where they were like imitating and making fun of the Beatles. And John and Paul were like, you know what? Let's just go down to the studio and show up and be like, oh, you think you guys are the Beatles? We're right here. Wow. And it would have been their first public whatever. And Yoko said, you shouldn't do that. If you get back together publicly, it should be for a cause. It should be an event. Mm. And so they didn't go down and do it. And then John ended up dying. Wow. Wouldn't that have been incredible? Yeah. Just walking on a live show. And that was when Saturday Night Live was like, you know, the whole country's tuned in. For yeah. sure. Yeah. And then just they go on and have a makeshift reunion right that, there. That's that incredible. Yeah, that would have been massive. That would have been iconic. That would have been the most insane thing yeah. in the world. And Sometimes then, I hate talking about those kind of things because it didn't happen. And so I'm like, man, that would have been crazy. I hate it. makes me like hate talking about it because it's like. Yeah. You, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like yeah. it gives you that feeling Dude, of like. I used to think that about Adam and Eve and about how like because Adam ate the apple, they had to wear clothes. And I was like, if only he didn't eat the apple, I can see naked <laughs> women right now. Yeah. Like it drives that. me crazy. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. It makes oh, my brain fucking go. Oh, like, Adam. Yeah. I want to see movies all the time. And then now we know it for sure can't happen. Uh-huh. That's that's why it drives mm, me crazy. Because yeah. I know it for sure cannot be a thing. Mm-hmm. So it like drives me crazy, and I'm like, "Oh, that would have been dope." Blah, 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 blah. Like Oasis happening again. Yeah. You think that'll happen? I don't know. I'm, that would be a dream of Chappelle's, man. It's a big dream of mine. Yeah, yeah. My never favorite band. Never. Yeah, yeah. Fugazi I- could happen too. Whoa! Because they never broke up. They never broke. Technically, they never yeah. broke Technically, up. Technically, yes. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. That would be. I wouldn't. <clears throat> want to see Minor Threat? I know that's weird saying that, but really, people always say they could wish they saw them at the end of reunion stuff, but I, I don't. I wouldn't want to see him like in their 60s playing those songs. Those songs? Yeah. Mm. Fuck. Like if you weren't there, you weren't there. And I wasn't there. But I got the, you know, mm. the music from that time. The music, you know what yeah, I mean? we have we have we have the energy of it. Yeah. The yeah, life changing yeah. lyrics and all that stuff. But yeah, yeah, I don't know if I want to see that. Um mm. we should do a top five punk and then we do hardcore. Is that can we separate that? Whoa, yeah, sure. Because I know you got some punk, punk too. Yeah. yeah. I mean it would be I'll get Chappelle's too on this one too. Yeah. Punk. It would be uh Misfits, No Effects. Wow. Um, oh man, Whew, I might get shit for this, but I gotta say, Blink 182, dude. That's no, so cool. It. It's so I cool fucking you said love that. Blink 182. That's man. so cool. And uh, you know, I I don't know if they'd be considered fully punk, but but for me personally, Alkaline Trio. Sure, sure. I fucking love them. Keep us punk. That's awesome. I love yeah, them. Say it. That's and a sick five, man. We yeah. got one more. Yeah. Yeah, one more, man. You're I missing guess. one. I'm thinking about it. I don't know if you're. Well, well, here's here's the thing. I, I oscillate between is it punk or hardcore? Bad brains. Okay, I think the world would say hardcore, but I, yeah. I, I was thinking rancid yeah. for you for some reason. But oh yeah, but, see, I consider rancid ska. Wow. Almost. Okay. Because they have so many ska. Yeah, they have so many ska songs. Mm. Yeah. I'm really thinking about it. Yeah. I never heard anybody yeah. say that before. I guess maybe mm, the fifth punk band, man. What what's yours? We got blinking and misfits. Okay, so my <laughs> top five. It's hard, man. I didn't really do uh, this in a while. Right? For punk, Ooh. damn, punk is damn. That's a tough one. Uh, Black Flag. Oh, Black Flag is yeah. Pro- that probably holds the number one spot. Damn. Um, I gotta write this down. I have Shit. to go. Uh, GBH. Whoa. Um, GBH is a big, big one. Uh, fuck. Add Dead Kennedys. Wow. Go, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we go off on fucking. Uh, Dude, I might have, re- I might have regrets fr- after this episode. Um, I'm in my top five. Damn. I'll have to go. That's back. four, right? That's three I named. Damn, okay. Um, whew, For punk. Fuck, this is really tough. Um, 
Damn. Uh, germs. Damn. Wow. Germs. Uh, number four. And then a four fifth one. Uh, for fifth one, you know, when I think, <laughs> when I think of my earliest memories of like really getting into the shit, I know it's like more so crossover, but they, the, the uh, the stuff before that, uh, probably dirty rotten imbeciles. DRI. Wow. Yeah. You're a classic punk guy. Yeah. 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 I noticed mine is a different era. Yeah, for yeah, sure. Yeah. 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 yeah um, dirty rotten imbeciles. Mm. All right, I'm going to go for mine. You've influenced <clears throat> my next, my, my <laughs> fifth. Ramones. Wow, yes. Ooh, good. Clash. Whoa. Yeah, let's Circle go. Circle Jerks. Yeah. Let's go. Dead Kennedys. Uh-huh. Suicidal. Ooh. Wow. That's pretty good. That's a good list. Wow. That's a pretty good one. That's I know, a good yeah. list. I know I'm going to regret something on that for sure. I know. But I'm gonna start thinking of the hardcore while you do your, your punk. Well, you already did your punk. Yeah, yeah well, my more. fifth, my fifth. I think fear. Sick. Ooh. Yeah, There's that's so a great one. Yeah, yeah. So yep. <laughs> Classic. Yeah. Now, now, now right. we get to the core. Like saxophones. Yeah. New York's alright. Like pushed into the subway. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Alright. <laughs> oh, hardcore. Woo. Whoa. I mean, people are gonna say Minor Threat is punk, but they're hardcore to me. Yeah. I think Minor Threat. I would say Minor Threat is yeah. hardcore. Damn. For sure. It's so... But, and it's, the reason why I say that is because I feel like Minor Threat had more of a bigger influence on hardcore and where it went to. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's why That's why I would consider them a hardcore band. Yeah. I Yeah, with the influence into the world of hardcore, but the sound was very yeah. like, punk. Yeah. But, but it was, you know... Um, it's a hard one, man. Yeah. I'll go first. Minor <laughs> <first. laughs> threat. Yeah. Okay. Gorilla biscuits. Yeah. Seven seconds. Yeah. Yep. It's so hard. Just think about things that inspired my life as a kid. You know what I mean? The stuff that really. Gotta put Dag Nasty in there, man. Yeah. Oh. Gotta put Dag Nasty in there. And uh, I'm only speaking on bands that. Weren't the biggest, but these are the ones that had the most impact on me as a kid. I'll put Verbal Assault in there from Rhode Island. Mm. Wow. Yeah, that would be my five for now until uh-huh. I regret yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Talk about yeah. another podcast. Yeah. But <clears throat> that's a pretty good one. That's yeah. a good one. Covers all the stuff that changed my life. Yeah. What about that's you, good what one. about you, Chappelle? Okay, so mine's, <laughs> mine's a unique one. There's the uh, one. My first one is a Swedish hardcore band. Uh, called Demon System 13. So that's my first one. The one I have nobody ever heard of. That no one ever heard of. <laughs> Fuck, we could just do New York hardcore next. Oh, that's so uh, oh, wow. I gotta go Gorilla Biscuits. Wow. Yeah. Uh, and that's like, a, that's more of a newer one for me. Yeah, but I was like, they really solidified it mm-hmm. for me. Mm-hmm. Um, I gotta go Madball. Oh, fuck, man. Fucked up. 1000%. Dude, I, I fucked go, up. Yep. Don't kill me, Brady. One thousand percent got to go, Madball. Damn, I'm doing New York hardcore. Um, you know, I and and this is another newer one for me, but they really solidified it. Uh, trapped, uh, trapped under ice. Yeah, yeah, these two guys. I fucking love. Yep. yep, trapped under ice. That's yeah. dope. Um, and then I got one more. Oh, fuck, one more. Let me think further back to being a kid. Oh, thinking back when I was a kid. <laughs> I know, yeah, yeah. Times have changed. Look, are we doing it again? <laughs> yes, um, times have changed. 
Oh, the worst. Uh, mm. Damn, this is a tough one. Uh, I'll fucking... I'll, bad brains. Okay. I'll go mm. one. Yeah. yeah. That's dope. I fucking yeah. missed that too. God mm. damn. Yeah. I miss bad brains. What? What you got, Ian? You, you, have, a, you have a pretty solid list. Yeah. Let's go. Brains, yeah, let's right. go. Ian. Ian. Uh, Madball, H2O. Thank you. E-Town Concrete. Wow. Blacklisted. And uh, it's a fucking tie, man, between Bane and Trapped Under Ice. Wow. Got your Bane in there. Bane. Yep, yep. yep. Who are back playing shows, which is yes. Yes. fucking which I'm, beautiful. I'm going to. You saw the documentary, saw the, too? I didn't see the Incredible. doc. It's a good no. doc. No. Incre- fucking emo. I'm a stew. Incredible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's it's yeah, an emo doc. It. It's so emotional. It's great. Yeah. I love that band. It's it, that, that That's a pretty, like, for a music, like, punk E-Town doc, Concrete that's got deep, the top five. It's a yeah. deep doc. Dude, E-Town Concrete, holy shit. I used to jam the fuck out to them driving my car to high school. <laughs> you, haven't, yeah. you haven't checked them really yet, right? No. The singer found, he, he, he like, he like uh, signed Little Dicky. He's like, he said, he oh, was yeah, yes. hip-hop mogul. You told me Ant about. Money. Yeah, man. Yeah, he was responsible for that AI rapper that they got in trouble with because it was like, a oh, white know. rapper and it used like black voice. There was like a black rapper oh, that used like white people, that. AI or so. there oh, was like shit. a racial issue that everyone hated. Like the gorillas? And then no, no, it was like this. I, I, I don't know the specifics. I know okay. that he like pulled the plug on it. Cause I, it was like a, a fucking big dust up stink about it. Yeah. Oh shit. But yeah, he that. became like a mogul. Yeah, man. Isn't that yeah, world? Yeah. All right. Since fuck, we'll get the new, we'll have to do a New York hardcore one, man. I'm sorry, man. Yeah, just because I fucking missed. Let's go. One of my favorites is Madball. I don't know how I missed that. So Mad- it's tough when you put on the it's spot. Tough. You yes, know? It's, and you want me to do five? I know. You want me to do five? That's why I'm cheating and going. Well, tie. You know, Madball. Yep. Sick of it all. Oh, Gnostic Front. Oh, yeah. War Zone. <laughs> Killing time. That's my uh. five. That's my five bangers because I already got GB in my other one. Yeah. Yeah. Madball, Sick of it All, Gnostic Front, Warzone. What was the last Killing Time? Fuck, man. The first Chromax. Age of Coral, too. That's just an <laughs> yeah, album, though. I was, I was just going to say, yeah. It's my favorite, yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, again, I'm, I'm doing repeaters. H2O, Madball, <laughs> um, Sick of It All, uh, and um, Man. That's three. Dude, I got to go with... Uh, this new fucking band that I am obsessed with, Mind Force. Yeah, great. They are they're, fucking they're incredible. Yeah. That's dope. I didn't know they were doing yeah, that. Yeah. Damn, Kill Your Idols, too. Great band. Ah, fuck. So good. Um, I didn't realize they were out of, uh, Mind Force was out of New York. And That's 25 cool. to Life. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Wow. <laughs> but you also have a tattoo of a New York band on your leg you showed me yesterday. From oh, Long Incendiary. Island. Yes. 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 And that, that's, yeah. Yeah, I fucking love Incendiary, Damn. man. Yeah. Wait, so when you... When you wait, how old were you when you moved to New York? Eighteen. Eighteen, yeah. And you were going to shows that, there too. Mm-hmm. Okay. Me too. I moved to New York when I was eighteen. Really? Nineteen eighty-eight. No shit. Yeah. Wow. So wait, was that one spot that you always talk about, Coney Island High? Was that around when he? When... It was yeah. still around. Yeah. I didn't go to Coney Island yeah. High though. But it's so funny Where because were you going? the all just CBGBs. It's right down. Oh, the I would just too, go yeah. to matinees there. I would just see you know bands there on. That's the crazy. Yeah. Matinees. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. I'm still around for that. And uh, yeah, dude. Matter of fact, the old A seven mm. uh, turned into Niagara. 
Niagara, which is where I used to do comedy shows. Wow, okay. And I would lose my mind because I didn't know my first time there. I'm like, wait, fuck it, this place is familiar. What the fuck? Yeah. And I go and I see the plaque in the back and I'm freaking out. And everyone's like, this guy's a fucking lunatic. What is he doing? And I'm like, <laughs> I can't believe that Agnostic Broad played here. This yeah. is amazing. <laughs> and that's like the spot. And they have a huge Joe Strummer m- mural on the side. Which is now Bad Brains. He redid it recently. No way. Really? They have a new mural. Oh, wow. Yeah. Uh, the... Obey guy did it? Yeah, did, yeah, yeah. Yeah. No shit. Uh-huh. Did, oh, I yeah. gotta check it out. Now, would you say Bad Brains is DC or New York? Let's go DC top five, man. Oh, my God. All right, Bad Brains. All right. Bad Brains. I can't. Minor Threat. I, 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 I bad Brains, Minor Threat. Minor threat. One, uh, gray Matter. Damn um, nasty. Soul Side. Soul government side. Issue. Void. Fugazi. Um, Fugazi, yeah. Marginal Man. Oh, Scream. Scream. Oh, scream. <laughs> This All right, top good. five L.A. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's go. I mean, L.A., that already did that. Circle already, Jerks, Black I mean, yeah, Flag. Black Flag. Well, yeah. Suicidal. Circle Jerks. I mean, you have to um, put Descendants because they're from Cali originally. Um, fuck, man. Youth Brigade. I fuck with Youth Brigade. That first album, Sound oh, yeah, of you Fury, do fuck, yeah, you on do the fuck Bones Youth Brigade, Brigade soundtracks changed my shit, dude. It's so um, good. It's four, though. Um, damn, man. Always Suicidal, though. I mean, Rancid, that's Cali, but yeah. I already said Germs. So um, many, man. The listener's going to be tripping on this. Because people always ask the top five. It's just really hard. Top five man. is it's a, it's the, it's too tough. No. It's so hard. And it makes my brain go crazy. It'd be it's sick so to hard. see hear Ian's hip-hop, because you're not a hip-hop head. What do you put in the top five well, on, on a I, random? In seventh grade, I was, because my cousin that was a wrestler liked Wu-Tang Clan, and I used to go to his house for wrestling practice, so I like really loved <laughs> Wu-Tang and Big E. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, man. Um, oh, my God. Oh, this is so... You got a Jersey I, group or no? Dude, I... No. Floor I, Punch. I like Nas. Oh, Floor oh, Punch, yeah. I, I, I like Nas. I like um, Lupe Fiasco. Great. Yeah. Kick Push. Yeah. Uh, push Coast. That, uh, the Cool album. Yeah. That, He's that great, man. Album? Chicago. Great. Yep. Great album. Love Lupe Fiasco. Dude, when I was teaching, I truly tried to be Michelle Pfeiffer and be like, we're going to look at these dangerous minds as poems. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I, <laughs> tried, to hilarious. Inter- I tried to introduce <laughs> them to Lupe Fiasco, and they're like, Mr. This Gay, we don't want to hear this. And I was like, okay. okay. Let them bully me into not teaching them about conscious lyrics. It's just funny lyrics. hearing about Ian get bullied by kids. Oh, dude, yeah. When he was the adult. Were you bullied yeah. in high school? No, in grade school. And then in high school, I Everybody. being in the band, I was like, you know, like I guess popular or whatever. Yeah. But I or you like, were a school band would like no no I was in a ska band. Oh, yeah. I thought and you that were... was like the thing to do on like the weekends. And then like I would bully the bullies, like the bullies that would like bully like the younger yeah. kids or whatever. I like put a stop to that. But yeah. I got bullied like real bad in grade school. I had to like change my friend group. Oh, that and, sucks, like, man. Yeah, yeah. No, it was for the best. I met my lifelong best friends because of it. But, uh, I, dude, kids are vicious, man. I get, totally, used to get bullied man. for my dad being dead. Like that, I used to fight a lot when I was a kid. That was like the thing. Like you say that, and it was like fucking on like Donkey Kong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? Fuck. And kids he, are vicious. Kids are, Kids are, are vicious. I experienced that with my son in school throughout the years. Yeah, for sure. Like, yeah. People talk, yeah. Um, and then you played the cross for a minute too, right? Oh, just in like eighth grade. I, and then you hated I hated tr- it? I, I, it was fun, but like... But then when I went to high school, I 
did it for like three practices and I was like, I can't do this. But instead of like being honest and being like, no, I don't like this. And I'm scared. I was like, um, I need to focus on my studies. <laughs> you know, like I just totally used school as an excuse. So that was like the only sport you did. I ran cross country. For like two years. Oh, nice. Oh, yeah, yeah, you did. Yeah, and I lied on my college application because I ran varsity for one race, so I put like varsity cross country runner. <laughs> <laughs> so good. Uh, yeah, and then somehow in college, my two best friends were the on the cross country team, and they were like all American cross country runners, which is like funny that. And I ran with them one time, and I could not keep up. Wow. Yeah. Well, you, know, you don't run anymore. It's just bicycles. I can't run this day in my life. Yeah. I hated running. Hated it. I was so bad. I would always come in like close to last and I would like have that like wheezing like <laughs> when I would run. Like me and the other kid that sucked at running, he like had to hit me and be like, stop, man. You're making me laugh. I, was like, I can't help it. Yeah, so you, you never ran either, right? You probably fuck. Ran? I look like <laughs> you did chili, and that's all like cardio. But you never ran. No, then. we didn't have to run. No, never ever like, at school. N- did I? Yeah, bro. Anytime we had to run a mile, I'd walk that shit. Okay, okay. <laughs> bro, you better kiss so my punk. Ass. Fuck, yeah, I look yeah, like yeah. running a goddamn mile for 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 what? Okay, yeah. a grade. There's one question I want to ask you that I'm last one too. Do you ever see yourself getting married, having kids? Oh, uh, you're still really young now. No, no. <laughs> No marriage? Uh, marriage, maybe. Partnership, uh, yes. Yeah. But I don't know about, like, you, you know what You know what trips me out is the idea of, like, planning a wedding mm-hmm. and being like, I can't even pick my top five favorite hardcore bands <laughs> right. How am I going to pick my we'll, top five we'll, best man yeah. bro- groomsmen? No, I hear you on that. Like, when are we going to drop this shit of just, like, planning weddings? Like, why do I have to see a person... Yeah. For months. And it's so expensive and stressful. And then you're fighting over this. I would much rather go to the courthouse and then have like a get together with like music and stuff. And none of this fucking like hoity toity big ordeal, you know, and then kids, man. I just it's it's not in the cards for me. I I, I can recognize and admit for better or worse. I'm too selfish. Mm. And I just. You know, I, I, I and again, like back to the dad thing, man, he was just such a good dad. I think I would have this thing and like, I'm not as good. I don't know. Got you. You know, and like, I don't need That's to fair. carry on like the I want to be a dad just like him. Like I, I can be a guy just like him. And uh, the kid thing, like, I know I think I'd resent them because mm. I'd have to focus just the way I am. I'd have to focus everything on them. It's true. And I, I wouldn't. It's not about you anymore. Yeah. And I want it to be all about me, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Only child, is. man. Only yeah. child. Let's baby. go in. Uh-huh. Let's go in. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No more rug rap for me. Man. Yeah. You know? But all my friends are, you know, they have kids, and we're on the group chat. My friends from high school and everything, and that's cool. They're just. You seem like, like you're good with kids, though. Yeah, I am. I am. That's the thing. I love my nieces and nephews. I'm. I'm great. I enjoy it. Yeah, I'm like, very but, protective, yeah. you know. But I like that I can like leave it, go you home. know, because I go and I'm. With my friends that have kids, and dude, they are just like exhausted, exhausted, no life, just miserable. And this meeting at school, and this allergy medicine, and this doctor, and I'm like, no, 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 no. Yeah, you know, God bless people that can do it, and and 
God or bless her even more for people to do it well. <laughs> but man, a bigger I, blessings to those. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, dude, my my friends are in the group chat like, oh man, she's my wife is sick, so now I'm on childcare duties and I hate it and I got to do this all mm-hmm. the time and then like you know just like splitting up responsibility. It just whew. Mm-hmm. Oh, are you on dating apps and stuff? No, no, I I don't. I my my ex and I are kind of back in a way. I mean, this is a gal, the one all be all, you know, end all be all. I mean, but like, it's just uh, I'm at the point where I don't want to, I don't want to go through the rigmarole of having to meet someone new and the whole resume, and then they have to get to know my little intricacies, and yeah, I got to know theirs. You know, I already th- this my my ex, I. I made a promise to her and to myself that I'm going to let it all out. I'm going to be my crazy, vulnerable, true self, whether you like it or not, I'm going to love you with everything I got. If we're together for five years and it ends, if we're together forever, if it's only six months or a year, I'm grateful for it all. And I'm not going to hold anything back. And I just can't do that. I don't want to do that with anyone else yeah. like to have to, to throw that in that's a lot of it yeah it's a, a lot, lot of energy to throw out yeah and to do it like again yes mm. yeah. yes and also i like i used to be a dude that would go around and suck and fuck and lick and kiss and <laughs> i just dude the idea oh, of yeah, like, you suck and fuck i suck and fuck yeah i suck and fuck mm. yeah did you wait did you tell me that um i'm bi yeah yeah oh no yeah. no no. i'm that's, just saying that. did you tell me that i think you told me that brea or you uh, have a joke I? about it I got jokes about it. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But, You've been um, by your most your whole life. Wow, openly since, since I was thirty-two. I was okay. kept that a fucking deathbed secret my wow. whole life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, so you knew early on? I didn't know I was by. I thought I was gay. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah. It was like crazy. Interesting. How old were you? When what? When you th- when you when, when you, you thought like, you were gay? Like, yeah. yeah. Oh, I the was attraction for fooling around with boys in like grade school. Oh shit! Thinking okay. I was going to hell. I heard about AIDS on the radio, and I'm like. <laughs> Me and me and another guy rubbed our dicks together under the bathroom stall, and I hear about AIDS on the radio, and I'm crying myself to sleep, like I'm gonna die of AIDS. Just you constantly know? checking your dick. Oh yeah, totally. Is it over there? Is totally, it totally. Yeah, two fucking eight year olds rubbing dicks. You get AIDS that way, dummy. Oh no. my god. So you oh, like yeah. just kept it in. Well, yeah, and then that thing again about my dad. Now my dad knows the secret I had, and there's yeah. just so much shame with that, you know. And uh, so you thought was, you were just gay mostly, so you really didn't hook up with girls. No, I, later? but that's the thing. I loved girls. Okay. I loved women. I, I mean, in in preschool, I would bring girls flowers on their birthday from our garden. Yeah, like I always loved. Yeah, like boobs and stuff, you know. But like I, I don't know. There was like this attraction to like guys. Yeah, yeah. physically, but I've never ever been like, like every girlfriend of mine. I'm always like, what if we were together? And I've never thought about that, about, like, my best friend, Bill. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I don't know what it is. Yo, Bill you know? and, like and, yeah, and so I had, like, a secret thing with a guy for, like, 11 years. Wow. In grade school and high school. But it was very, like, dude, we would fight in public and not talk and then, like, always go back to each other. But we never kissed because that's gay. But we'd blow each other in the parking lot. Did you have a at like midnight when no one was around? <laughs> did you? <laughs> did you, you know? have a girlfriend to act like you weren't at that time, or did you have like no? I just... didn't have a girlfriend in high school, but I would like hook up with girls in high school. But I was like, but nobody knew. No, nobody wow. saw my nobody. No girls saw my dick until like eighteen. But this guy, he and I were, you know, kissing dick tips when we were in like 
eighth grade. Wow. But for some reason, I was because I was into porn a lot, and I thought girls only liked huge penis. And I was like, I got a tiny penis, but I got a fine hog. But, you know, porn makes you think <laughs> it, man. you're like the Own worst, <laughs> you know? Yeah. So I was so afraid, like, girls are like, what if I wow. come early or whatever? But with him, I was like, oh, he's a guy. He's never going to tell anyone because he'll get in trouble, too. Yeah. <laughs> wow. You know? Yeah. So your parents do nothing. No. Yeah. No. So you waited until yeah. your 30s to actually come out about 32, it? 32, yeah. Wow, man. Yeah, yeah. But it's weird about being, like, into men and women because when you tell people, it's, you're basically like, because when you're gay, it's like a whole different life. It's like a whole different lifestyle. It's a whole, I'm going to be with a man forever. When you're bi, it's like, hey, mom, I got to sit you down. Sometimes I like sucking cock. <laughs> you know, it's like, I, why are you telling me? You know? Yeah, yeah, but yeah. But I, I was also like, I kept it inside for so long because I was so afraid. Again, like when I was straight edge, I broke edge. I thought people would leave me. I've, yeah, I've always yeah. my whole life been afraid of people leaving me. Gotcha. So I thought if people know this about me, they're not going to want me around. Mm -hmm. I'm going to be a fag. Like they're going to mm -hmm. hate me, you know. And that and that kid, the first time we ever like fooled around, he went and told everyone I was gay and like a fag. And everything. so we got in, like a fight. So it was like, oh, my God. You know, we like never kissed. And I remember trying to be kind of intimate with him. And he like pushed me away you know and 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 a part of me goes oh my god do i have such internalized homophobia that i can't even imagine being with a guy mm. but another part of me is like i i, I, don't, I don't know if it's like that deep yeah I just love intimacy with like women but with men it's just very much like an act of taking a shit it's like a physical thing that yeah I'm just yeah like, yeah yep all right i'm done wow you man you know so do you still you still date men and women now at this point? Well, I've never like really dated a yeah. man. I've tried, mm -hmm. and it just like isn't. Just, I, I'm not into it, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, I I don't know. Like it's uh, that that's why I hate like the term bi because people mm -hmm. hear it and they go, "Well, you're with women. You're not really this. Well, you're just gay. You don't know it." And I'm like, bro, I don't. I don't know. And why does it matter? Who yeah. fucking cares? Doesn't I do matter, what I man. want, when yeah. I want, with who I want. Yeah. You know? I date tra I've dated trans women, but I've never dated like a man. Mm. But uh Got you. Know, yeah. That's awesome, man. I know that about you. That's yeah, no, cool. it's it's I mean it's been a fucking mind fuck trying yeah. to figure it all out, yeah. you know. Yeah. But what can you do? So yeah. how old are you now? Thirty eight. Oh, so this in your thirties you came wow, it's crazy, yeah, yeah. man. It's not too long ago. Yeah. You feel better being like that, it's being oh, open and all bro, that. It changed my life. Yeah. Just being honest about it. You know, like, and I told my mom, man, and I was so afraid. And she was like, you know, I always knew you had a sadness in you. And mm. I couldn't tell what it was, you know. And she, like, hugged me and loved me. And she's, like, such a sweetheart, but she doesn't know, like, all the things. And I would never yeah. ask her to, you know. But she, like, you know, I, I would, years ago, I'd be like, oh, I'm going on a date. And she's like, Ian, that's great. Is it a born girl or one of your friends? <laughs> like, she didn't know what, like, transgender was. And I'm like, oh, it's one of my friends. A born you know? girl. And she's a like, oh, good for you. I hope to meet that person. Wow. <laughs> you know, like, just not know. I'm like, So, like, best. totally cool and open-minded. Oh, totally, yeah. man. Yeah. And that's the thing. I tricked myself into thinking everyone would hate me and everyone, blah, blah, and nobody did. The, the mind, mind fuck, yeah. But I will say, talking about it on stage, some comics would get pretty fucking slick with it and make some comments. And I've had to grip some people up in green rooms, you know, because, well, like, wait, they think it's talking okay. Talking funny about you or Yeah, just... yeah, like, they think it's okay, like, if you talk about 
you know, sucking dick or like, I, I'm just, I talk about my life and I've had to figure out a lot of this stuff publicly on stage because I was figuring out privately. Yeah. So yeah. like, you know, I'm doing a bit about like what it's like to suck a dick or these feelings I have. And pe- some of like even my friends or other comics wouldn't know. And I go in the green room. And they're like, I didn't know you were a fucking fag, like blah, blah. Mm. And I had to straight up like fucking grip up some motherfuckers. Yeah. And like up You're against pretty a wall. Of people. Like, don't fucking ever say that the fuck again. Yeah. Like who the fuck Oh, they fuck wouldn't say it about you on stage. You it was when you come off stage. and Yeah, yeah. That's so Or I, dude, even gay comics. They that I'd get off stage and, you know, one guy one time was like, Give it up for Ian, who's who I uh, makes everyone in the LGBT homophobic or like something like that. And I fucking was like, don't you ever fucking use me as a crutch again because you're not funny enough to say a fucking joke. Mm, I was damn. like, it's, it's people like you and comments like that that never made me feel welcome in your community. And it's it's that's always made me feel othered. And dude, he broke down crying and wow. dude, we hugged and like we're buds now. But like oh, he didn't cool. know. He didn't know. He was just making a joke. But I'm like very sensitive about it. Yeah. You know? No. Yeah. And and it's a thing too. like, you know, um, you would never say that to like an all out gay guy. But for some reason, people think it's all right to call me like half a fag. So it's all right for me to fucking grip you up and make sure you never do it again. For sure. Yeah, know? for sure. And, Check and, those uh, motherfuckers. Even like. But it's so funny because I. I it would be such a fucking ordeal if a com- if a female comic's on stage talking about her pussy and a guy was like, "Hey, so how's that pussy doing?" or like whatever. No, yeah. But yet it's okay for you to come up to me and like that's where I don't think like homophobia is like as bad as it was, but I experienced kind of a lot of that in a way. Yeah. Mm. But also I'm very affable. I'm very fun. I joke about everything. So yeah. maybe it's a thing and like people just think it's okay to joke, but I could tell sometimes when it's not. Yeah. Like, there was a fucking, um, this dude in New York who's, you know, powerful in terms of booking and this and that and whatever. And, when he found out, I was like, oh, hey, what's up, man? I went to shake his hand. He goes, I'm not touching your hand. I go, why? He goes, I don't know where it's been. Go, what are you uh, talking about? He goes, I hear you're half a fag now. And I go, fuck you. I go, fuck you and fuck you. If you ever do that again, I don't give a fuck who you are. I'm going to choke your fat ass out, you motherfucker. And he's like, it's a joke. It's a joke. And I just walked out. I go, I don't care if I ever work your fucking club. I don't care about nothing else. Fuck you. Uh, yeah. And I like left. And the next day, this motherfucker emails me. I got you an audition and I put your name in for this pilot, blah, blah. And I'm like, I, I don't want it. I'm not going. I don't yeah. Want it. You know, sure. It's true colors. Yeah. Fuck yeah. that. Yeah. And, and dude, it's so funny now because he has like tried to get me to like work his club and all this stuff. And every time. Fuck you. He's over the top know? now. Yeah. Really trying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And and I'll, I'll go hang out there because my friends work the club, or whatever. But I'll I'll go on my friend shows, like producer shows. But I refuse to fucking yeah. whatever. And uh, I'll be like, all right, guys, I gotta go. And he'll be like, uh, where are you going? I'm like, I'm going to the comedy show, the the better club, the one that. <laughs> you know what, man? Like me. hearing hearing stories like that about like how, you know, when you get out, or just people, just saying these kind of things, like yeah. it. it the one thing I, I it just makes me feel blessed that I didn't grow up in a home where that was like okay or was like Same. it wasn't checked. Same. You know, like because you know, growing up in my my family, we just never we never talked like that. Yeah. Mm. You know what I mean? Like it it just wasn't a thing that just. Oh you, my, dude! My mom's side of the family was like homophobic as fuck. Oh wow. Oh yeah, and that's like what made me be like, oh my god. Mm-hmm. 
Like they, I remember we were at the beach and my uncle saw these two guys kissing and he goes, look at that over there. Isn't that disgusting? And I just remember him being like, yeah, it is disgusting. What's happening to my body? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, like, ooh, yeah. I like that. <laughs> yeah. Danny. He's like, I can you dig know? that. <laughs> yeah, 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 ew. Yeah. <laughs> you know, e- like even shit as, like that. Yeah. And like, I, I, and you know, but they were all like, like we don't talk to my mom's side of the family anymore, man. They're fucking mm-hmm. pieces of shit. Damn. Yeah, yeah. It's 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 interesting that I mean just that like more homes just don't kind of navigate and teach that and you know I just yeah. I think it's just one thing I feel blessed with even when I joined cheer and you know cheerleading is like ninety percent so. gay you know yeah. mm-hmm. um, you never got shit for it for being a cheerleader yeah uh you know what? I didn't really get shit for cheerleading. I got shit for being a black dude that skated and liked punk. Really? <laughs> yeah, I got more shit for that than because because i was so damn good at cheerleading uh-huh. that everyone thought it was like the coolest thing that, it was like a spectacle no to people because they were like oh my god you got like like homies would come to my cheer competitions because they were like yo Chappelle, like he'll go no out there way. and he'll up and he'll just he'll he'll flip cool. high in the air like people thought it was like the coolest thing they thought it was like cirque du soleil to them that's so of funny. what i was doing so but like so i never got if someone didn't know me, they would try to, you know, call me gay for cheerleading or whatever. Right, I'm like, right. what the fuck? Are you yeah. gonna call me gay because I, I cheer? Okay, yeah. Whatever. You so know? like internet like, trolls now would be like, you 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 suck dick or you're with you've been with men. And I go, Yeah, what's so yeah, what? It, it, so <laughs> what? Like comedy's helped me own it. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's helped me like own it and be like, Fuck you, I don't care. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I never I never like to talk about people or I'm not talking to on the pod, but Shout out to Jason Ellis, a good friend of ours who's doing comedy now. Yeah. And he's talking about, as well, being bisexual and talking yeah. about all this. He caught a lot of shit for it a couple months mm-hmm. ago. He's still you, he's still talking about it on stage. You saw him perform. Yeah. He's oh, going yeah. hard on all that about how he kept it inside his whole entire life in the skateboard industry. And then he finally came out, and now he's just, you know. Yeah. yeah like it, It's really beautiful. He's got a hog. I got... I got anyway. <laughs> he's got a hammer. Oh, you know what it is? Okay. <laughs> he's yeah. going, hoo No, but Hala. like... <laughs> So you know Jason. Okay, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Love you, I Jason guess, Ellis. Yeah. I guess to the to your, I think as I've gotten older and like people know that I cheered, some like pe- people that saw it, like they were in the moment with it. But like people that don't know what it looks like with me doing it, yes, they'll probably you know I'll get some people that'll go, yeah. come on, you get you got to be gay, and I go right. I go listen, I did it. I did competitive cheerleading for twelve years. I go why if if I was why would I hide that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I did competitive cheer. Yeah. For twelve years, had every <laughs> opportunity to do so. Yeah. Why wouldn't I? Why That's would true. Why would I, Why would I hide it now? Huh? Totally. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it's interesting that people still yeah think that way and like kind of associate with it. Which, you know, to to their point, I get it. Yeah. There are a lot of gay dudes that that are in cheerleading. Just like that thing I get. Like again, like I'm a comic. People think they can joke, but like, but there's. You know, I've really put up a boundary. When that shit starts, I fucking shut it down. Put right up away. a boundary. You, so yeah. that people. You, you have every right to do so. And then mo- a lot of people are like, oh, I didn't know. I'm sorry. You know. But yeah. like, I think that's like really important. But that is so funny. People like, you think I'm hiding? Yeah, yeah. What, what am I hiding? <laughs> that's so, dude, I was my high school mascot. So I would go out with the cheerleaders. <laughs> wow. Yeah, I was Man, the awk. You are my favorite. That's fucking yeah. incredible. Human. Man. The awk is an extinct penguin. <laughs> and that's that who you were. Me. Yeah. <laughs> yep. 
Yeah. Ian's done everything. It's so fucking cool. I'm, I'm glad yeah. you came back. Yeah, um, I know, right? This is crazy. <laughs> you know what's crazy? It's like the, we uncovered so many more layers. I think like the parents now are way more open-minded, obviously, about their kids being who they want to be. Yeah. There's not this pressure to be manly and be tough and be, mm-hmm. you know, what the dad wants or the mom wants. Like you grew up like being kind of had to couldn't show emotion, had to be tougher, you know, had to man up and stuff like yeah. that. So it's like a different world now, I think. Well, my parents like let me play with Barbies and stuff and like mm. let me like wear pink. Like I wore a pink tuxedo to my high school prom. Like, mm-hmm. oh, that's sick. you know, it, it like it. That's the thing for my immediate like mom and dad when I was younger. It was never any of that messaging. It was always the messaging I saw with like extended family okay. or Got like, you. Um, you know, f- internalized fear I had from religion. You know, like I, I was in fifth grade going to the library, looking up psychology books to see if I was like normal, you wow. know? Yeah. Like it was all my thing. Okay. It was never like, you know, so much of it was a uh, hell of my own making, you know? So yeah, can I yeah. ask you something? Yeah. You're um, I mean, you, because cause you guys both lost your fathers yeah. at yeah. early ages and you've, claimed like you know like who who's been, you've expressed who's been a father figure to you mm-hmm. and you've considered that um like kevin seconds totally and a, a few other people yeah but, you know more notable ones you know kevin yeah. seconds who who was that for you growing like that, up yeah my my grandfather my mom's dad okay he helped raise me with her and uh and then he died at 19 and it, when I was 19. Mm-hmm. Um, so after that, I was just kind of Another loss. Like, yeah. yeah. And and that's when I kind of really started to be like, you know what? I think I'm going to drink. And then that's... I didn't have anything. And then I yeah. worked construction and a guy really took me under my wing. And he was, you know, more like a brother. And he was like the first person I met who's had a dead dad, too. The very first day we worked on the site, we're framing out a basement. By lunch, he and I were both crying and hugging, and then he would bring the Bible in, and I'd read it to him and everything because he wow. had like a hard time reading. Yeah, yeah, he's a solid fucking dude, man. Damn, yeah. that's dope. Yeah, but yeah. uh, yeah, I, I, I honestly, man, I think I did look a lot to like movies mm. or like this idea of what a man is, you know, mm. and uh, you know, again, man, like music carried me along. Like I looked up to you guys, and like talking about like loyalty and friendship and you know i learned values from the music i learned values from the lyrics that i didn't get from you know and and also again like my dad did such a good job while he was here i had that still instilled in me but Mm -hmm. you know i was like a bad reckless kid because i had a lot of shit you know and then as i got older um you know uh someone that has become like such a mentor and like such a father son type thing is is a tell david tell mm-hmm. he and i have yeah. become like incredibly close and we just have a very strong connection you know and uh my dad and i would always joke like we're gonna be old together sitting on a porch rocking chairs sun's coming up our teeth are gonna fall out we're not gonna know whose teeth is whose you know yeah, <laughs> yeah. and and i always got so sad like that'll never happen you know and then you know i opened for for dave and after you know we'll stay up till five in the morning walking around the towns chain smoking laughing you know and one night we're at this you know hotel we had just finished the late show it's like two three in the morning and we're sitting outside under the lights in rocking chairs smoking cigarettes and laughing and i go oh my god yeah this is you know this isn't my dad obviously but this is but you know yeah awesome things can be whatever you make it you know my favorite quote is from 
Claudia Black, the founder of Adult Children's of Alcoholics Anonymous, and the quote is, it's never too late to have a happy childhood. And it truly is about perspective mm. and being able to like look back and be okay with stuff. And, uh, you know, that was like such a really neat moment to like sit there and we're in rocking chairs smoking. And, and, and yeah. I don't look at him like, Dad, I look up at my dad and go, hey, thanks for this. Yeah. 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 You know? Yeah. That's Fuck beautiful, yeah. man. Yeah. yeah. I'm glad we had you back over for this, man. Yeah. Yeah. yeah me I even know that because I, I remember you mentioning. Real quick, I just thought about the other day when you're on, you're like, yeah, and um, sometimes I date trans. And I was like, oh, shit, I thought, and I thought about it today. And then, like, yeah, it's beautiful, man. I think yeah. it's awesome. Thanks, you can just man. be yourself. and Yeah. Well, again, man, like, music. And punk rock, that scene. Yes. Like, the place you go and be yourself. Yes. Yes. And especially, like, you know, I, dude, I'll never forget. I, I was going to go see Thursday at the TLA, and I was, like, maybe, like, 17 or whatever. And I, I always felt like kind of weird because I, I never dressed the part. I never mm. did the Sacconis and like the roll <laughs> and the messenger bag yeah. and like the that black hair, shit. like none of that. I would always just show up in like my work clothes. Yeah. Like, you know, and I had a big curly Afro and glasses, Sick. you know, but I would like go off in the pit and everyone else is like, I wanted to look like those guys. Cause I thought that was like cool, but yeah. it just wasn't me. Mm. And, um, this, when I was in sixth grade, I used to listen to metal, and this kid goes, "How come you don't dress like you do? Like you listen to that?" And I go, "What do you mean?" And he goes, "You should be wearing all black and this and that." And I was like, "I just I don't like that, you know." Yeah. Isn't that and, funny? And it dude, funny. I didn't go to the Thursday show because I I'd, I'd asked for a pair of Dickies and Sacconis for Christmas, and I got them, <laughs> and I rolled it up, and I was wearing a tight black thing. And I like and and dude, I could not leave my bedroom because I felt so uncomfortable being <laughs> what I wasn't uh -huh. wow. that I just didn't go. That's I was amazing. like, I can't go out like this. That's you know? powerful. That is, is but like powerful. again, like passion over fashion and yeah, like hearing dude. all that shit and just yeah. seeing you guys wear whatever totally. was like, oh shit. And again, back to the thing about like such a connection. Like I you're up there now, but you were down here with us, mm -hmm. you know, and like that was just so important to me about living authentically. Yeah. It just took me a long time to chip away at some stuff I had to to get there. And ever since I did, dude, it's just been like such a wonderful way of living, yeah. of, of authentically giving myself the permission to be authentic no, no matter what and to love myself enough to not care about all that other shit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's so beautiful. Hear, too. Hearing that thursday story yeah uh, you're not being able i think yeah that's a, that's a win right there like For i sure. look at that as For a win sure. because you you didn't you know um fall victim to this thing of going to the show it's like all right now i have the outfit yeah even though i don't want to wear the outfit yeah to like fit, i had the outfit in. but yeah. but the fact that you decided to not even at a punk show go yeah. because you didn't feel comfortable in this outfit i think that's a win yeah so you know that too. just 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 because what you've built and what you've created there is this foundation of being who you are and staying yeah. true to yourself. And it's like, I'd rather not go see this band that I really like in this outfit. Yeah. Then, then you know, it's like I'm, a fabricated I'm, version of myself. Yeah. Fabricated version. But I mean, I did do that thing when I was like, you know, 13, I had a spike bracelet and I dyed yeah, my hair, course. you know, well, but even, to figure it out. Yeah. Yeah. But even yeah. then I was like, this doesn't feel <laughs> yeah, like yeah, yeah. who I, you know, like mm -hmm. I remember I would write the anarchy a on everything. Oh, somebody, everything. So Same. I had an anarchy wallet and someone goes, what is anarchy? What are you against? And I remember I was like, oh. um, 
Just like everything, man. <laughs> like, I have nothing. I had no leg to stand on. And I remember thinking, like, oh, this is bullshit. This is, yeah. I don't believe in this. I don't fucking, I'm a liar. I'm just doing yeah. it to, like, look cool. Yeah. And I don't like that feeling, and I'm never going to do it again. Fuck everything, man. I yeah, like yeah, we, yeah. I feel like someone has all, like, checked us on that kind of anarchy thing. Oh, um, yeah. I remember it was a, this Same. punk dude that worked at a subway next to this T-shirt shop that we would go to uh-huh. back home in Mesa. Shout out to Shirts and Things. And sure uh, he worked at Subway, punk dude. He kind of looked like Ian Mackay, but he, uh, you know, I was wearing like a, I don't know, I, I, I drew an anarchy symbol on the back of like my uh, jean jacket vest. Yes. And he was like, "You're you're all about anarchy." I go, "Yeah, of course." I was like, <laughs> "Yeah." He was like, "Do you know what anarchy means?" I was like, "Yeah, fuck everything." And he goes, "He goes, then that's that's fuck you to me. That's fuck you to this. That's fuck you to this shit." You know, point out all this stuff that I was wow. like. Uh, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Kind of just like, you know, he goes because if you want chaos, he goes, then that means you and I can't, yeah, you know, be a thing. It's like true. You, you, you can't. This and it was this older dude that worked at a subway. He was just dropping knowledge to us, thirteen year olds, just yeah. like rocking. The, you dude, know. you need that man. Shame is good. For, yeah, yeah. For some oh my God, shame yes. and like checking. Yeah, people we are opposers at one time. Yeah, we yeah. All, yeah, we all. Dude, we I loved show. Operation Ivy. And this girl said to me, she goes, you know, you look like Tim Armstrong right now. And and I go, the guy on the moon? <laughs> I didn't know who Tim Armstrong was. <laughs> she was talking about Neil. <laughs> Neil Armstrong. The guy on the moon? <laughs> Dude. That's hilarious. Yeah. I, I remember hearing Anarchy in the UK by Sex Pistols, and I was like, what the fuck is this? I know what Anarchy was either. Yeah. I'm sure. It was a punk thing to have that, and Sid Vicious had it on his patch and all that. And yeah. yeah. And it, it just, just goes, it goes to show that, we're all you fucking know, posers. We're man. all posers. We're all posers that, yeah. You know, if anyone that's just part of a group, yeah. not even if it's like punk or hardcore, if you're part of a group and you're just saying the thing that because that's what your group is saying, yeah, most likely you're probably fucking wrong. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I had, when you um, really think about it, like <laughs> yeah. it's like we're rec- we're quoting the Sex Pistols because they said anarchy in the yeah. UK, yeah. and yeah. we're like, yeah, anarchy in the UK. Uh, <laughs> I, was, <laughs> I was like 16 at a show in DC, and I had an upside down. Uh, maybe anarchy written on it was upside down American flag with safety pins. It was ripped upside down on my fucking dickies. And a skinny came up to me and said, hey, can I see that? And they asked me to take it off. And they took it and they put it in the trash. And I was so fucking scared. Really? Yeah, because I was disrespecting the flag. Oh, wow. It was upside down. I think it might have had anarchy on it, maybe. <laughs> and they took it right from me, dude. Was I was super young. I was like, holy shit. <laughs> DC was no joke back then, the 80s, man. Oh, I can't imagine. All the skins imagine. and stuff. It was, yeah. Can't It was imagine. intimidating. Yeah. Do you, uh, one more thing. Do you have any, like, uh, were there any stories that you heard about New York hardcore things or things that you were scared of or maybe you might, myths or urban legends about different bands I can just fix for you right now or oh, anything? Nothing. Okay, I cool, cool. That's publicly. Because some, some people do. <laughs> he said nothing. Everybody yeah, in this podcast have talked about publicly. stuff, right? Everybody. Dude, I'm well, I just wanted to know definitively once and for all what happened that crazy fucking summer hanging out with Madball. <laughs> <laughs> I can send you a link from the news. It was all, it was a news filming Lower East Side. It was called Lower East Side Running Amok. And it was this one summer where there was all this violence and crazy stuff all down Lower East Side. Yeah. That's where that part came from. And some of my friends... Isaac just posted. Isaac's in the news clip. You know, he posted the other day. All these dudes are in the news clip. It's crazy. Yeah. It was just a crazy time hanging out down there. Damn. I would carry the, all the, I was the only straight edge guy. I carry a boom box. We have cassettes of like whatever new hip hop was out and we'd be eating falafels hanging out and everybody drinking 40, smoking. It was a wild time. Did man. you live yeah. on Avenue D? No, I didn't. Avenue <laughs> that Death? That means dead. Yeah. Avenue Dead. It was what a, was it? it w- aware, beware, 
uh, caution death. C's crazy. D you're dead. Yeah, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Like all that song "Guilty" is a real true to this day, even in my fifties song. Do you know what I'm saying? Lyrically. Yeah, guilty by yeah. association. In my whole entire life, I have been guilty by association from just being in New York at that time and having those friends. Oh, I bet. When I was a totally the most different person of all of that. I was the only straight edge one, only vegan one, yeah. only positive one. <laughs> uh, but they were my friends, and I moved to New York, yeah. and they took me under their wings, and yeah. they fucking gave me real tough love. Always had my back, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I wasn't like a fighter or like a tough guy. I moved there from... DC area now. I was into like, you know, the summer of love and Fagazi and all this stuff. Yeah. And I moved there and yeah, just New York was a wild time back then, Lower East Side. It's yeah. crazy going Lower East Side now with I my know. son bringing Chappelle and just walk around and like all yeah. the lines at like the cool hipster pizza spots and yeah, just like yeah. everything's safe and just it's <laughs> I'm so happy I got to live there during that time when it was scary, man. I yeah. loved the smell of CBs and going to the shows and not sure what was gonna happen and the intense of the intensity of the music and just I don't know. I, I like the scary energy of it back then. Mm-hmm. Well, you, you missed I mean? one question. It was with intriguing. What, what, what? Oh, I had another. What was that? What was the question? Oh, you you asked this to me, and you asked every comedian this. Their favorite comedians. Oh yeah. Oh well, before that, can I also ask? Sure. Who's the guy um, that goes? Uh, he's covered in tat fucking tubes. Anthony Killing Time. Ah. Anthony Killing Time. <laughs> okay. Yeah. When we first met, you said that to me. I was dying. That's laughing. him and Vinny Stigma on there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I have some great photos from that first album session. Everybody came, pulled up. Everybody's forties. The news of the day is like the topic is mosh. That's <laughs> Anthony too. Killing time. Yeah. Yeah, I love. Oh, that. Oh wait, he's covered in tap fucking tools. Yeah. No, that's I thought stigma. those. Gonna start, I thought there's it was so just... many. There's so Ooh, many things in Toby's head. Toby's that head. That's Toby a fucking nut. That's Jimmy Gestapo. That's Gestapo. That's Gestapo. Yeah. He's, He's coming, coming to, to have fucking dudes. That's stigma. That's stigma. Oh, okay. And then oh, that's stigma. Stigma. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. That was such a crazy... Dude, I remember Brett Gerwitz producing uh, FTTW in, at uh, Brooklyn, Dumbo, at Coyote Studios, where Rancid did Outcome of Wolves. And Freddie Madball pulling up with a whole crew of dudes with 40 ounces, and Brett Gerwitz is producing the song Guilty. And then I, ha- I give Freddie the thing, and then he's just like drinking. It was just a crazy moment, dude. <laughs> just killed that shit. Still the same fellas. Brett Gerwitz, this is the first time Brett met all these dudes. Yeah. I mean, he heard <laughs> stories, you know what I mean? Uh. Fast forward, me and Tim get Mad Bar signed to Epitaph for Hold mm. It Down. But Freddie's in jail, and the album comes out. Whoa. Yeah. That was, that was a crazy time, visiting him at Rikers and stuff. That was crazy, man. No shit. I didn't know that. Yeah, man. Yeah. Wow. A little summer vacation, yeah. So, yeah, they got some <laughs> bombs right there. Gosh, that's amazing. <laughs> Man. I love it. Yeah, it's I crazy. love it. Yeah. I love, I love it. But I know from people on the outside looking in, it looked more crazier than it was. Obviously, it was crazy. There was yeah. violence, but everybody looked out for, for each sure. other. You know? yeah. But like that's what was the appeal, too, of like, man, what's going to happen? This is insane. Yeah. I want to be a part of it, you know. Yeah. Favorite comedian for you? Oh, man. Top five? I know you mentioned Bobcat and Jim Carrey, no, top too. Five. Yeah, top five. Uh, top five? You said something like if Bobcat and Carrey and then I want your top were in a ska band, that would be you or no, something. No, yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, uh, if if Sam Kinison Sam and Kinison, my bad. Ace Ventura were yes. a person. That'd be a sick crew. Uh, yeah, no, I, I think, um, you know, I, I, I love Bill Hicks, uh, Chris Rock, um, Patton Oswalt, uh, I would say, you know, um, man, Carlin Pryor. Yeah. Um, and, and again, a is in there. Louie, 
Yeah. Um, what George Carlin? He said that. Yeah. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah. 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 Attell, Louis, uh, Rock over Chappelle for me. That's that's yeah. my, wow. That's my, yeah. Hell it's like yeah. Biggie over Nas. Oh, that's that's a different. Yeah. That's dope. That's yeah. sick. Yeah. Well, I remember his name. I'm gonna put him in my top because it's Chappelle. Patrice O'Neal. What's his name? Oh yeah. So, yeah. yeah. He's nice. Sick. Um. Obviously, Dave Chappelle. Obviously, Chris Rock. I just saw them both recently. It was fucking incredible. Oh, yeah. It was the most non-PC, non-woke. Yeah, yeah. So fucking fire. Um, so those three. Mm. Oh, fuck. Eddie Murphy. You crazy? Eddie Murphy. Oh, my God. And uh, and uh, rest in peace. Um, Bernie Mac. Oh. <laughs> uh, Richard Pryor. Richard Pryor. Richard Pryor. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I just yeah, yeah. saw so, Beverly uh, Hills Cop again on the flight down here. It's great. Great. Classic. Yeah. So mine are. I have another question for him too. Oh, no, no, number no. one, Eddie Murphy. Yeah. yeah. Eddie Murphy is my number one. Uh, Patrice O'Neill. Mm. Uh, I love Daniel Tosh. Whoa. Uh, love Daniel Tosh. Um, Bernie Mac. Ooh. And um, damn, one more. Who would I go with? Damn. This one would be a tie between CK and Burr. Mm. Damn. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're both dope. Yeah. yeah. Burr is so sick. I saw him in Vegas this summer. Incredible, yeah. dude. Those yeah. are probably... It pro- yeah, it'd be a tie between those two. Damn, that's a that's a good list. Yeah. Yeah. Do, do you worry about what you say on stage? No. About getting canceled no. or anything? Okay. No. I can see that. You're not worried about that as a comedian. I mean, no, we talk about I, all the time. I think it's, like, pretty obvious in my act. Everything I'm saying is a joke and, like... Yeah, out of love and laughter, and you know, I I would never want to intentionally hurt someone. Yeah, but I do like making like silly little jokes, and I just like being like ornery, you know. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I think for guys like you and I, like, I think we just we're just I think we just look so approachable. <laughs> yeah, and I think a lot of times people just know as soon as we get on stage because, I mean. You you do this too, like you, we walk on with big smiles. Yeah, yeah. So yes. so like we Snow walk like on. Yeah, we don't yeah. walk on like with like a look of like yeah of arrogance, or we just like yeah. or like hey look at me like or like we, yeah. in this giant and, way. We just walk on with a with a good smile and, and just yeah, good energy is smile. Good energy is smile, and I think people understand. Can you can kind of that sets a tone. Yeah, I think. And and my my vibe and like my dark edge and my darkness is all inward on me. Yeah. I will talk about dark things on me, but I'm not going to go up there and be like, here's an edgy joke about school shootings. Yeah, you yeah, know? yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I, I, those topics are for other people. Like, I never fucking talked about Trump. I never talked about whatever, whatever. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's always like, I mean, again, back to my selfishness and narcissism. <laughs> the only thing I know how to talk about is me. Damn, you know? it's your thing, yeah. But I've cornered the market on yeah. myself, and no one can take that from me. Totally. No, I've made it so that nobody can do my jokes, because... They're not funny if you read them on paper. <laughs> Dude, have, have you ever... That's so good. I don't, I don't know if you've ever done this, but there's times where I've tried to explain a joke to someone that I'm Bro. like, oh, man, I was thinking about this, and they, they go, that don't make sense. And then I go do it on stage, and it like gets the biggest thing, yeah. and they're like, oh, yeah, that's what you're trying yeah, to do. And I was cool. like, yeah. yeah. Yeah, or someone goes, oh, that's not funny. I mean, if you say it, it's funny, but that's, that's not funny. Yeah, you know? yeah. Someone gave me the best compliment the other night. They go... Man, me after a show, they're like, me and my friends are trying to figure out what side you're on. I go, what do you mean? They go, are you are you like for the left or for the right? And, and I was like, that's the fucking best. That's the best. That's what so I want. Good. That's, that's what I want. I, love I don't that want too. you to fucking know. You don't know where you don't know where you I'm stand. I'm hitting them both. Fuck them. 
I like that's great. That's yeah. Great. And as a fan of comedy and as a as a person who appreciates comedy, I think for the world, the world is so fucked up as it is right now and and scary and depressing and negative and all this shit. It's a way to go and escape and laugh about shit that people may be afraid to laugh about or talk about on the internet. Yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? It should be a place where everything is allowed to be said. Yeah. yeah. Obviously you don't hurt any people's feelings, but like the Chris Rock and other shit was off the chain about everything from Will Smith to cancel culture to People crying on the internet about you know, but they've kind of been that like that's been a, pretty much been their foundation. Like yeah. you think about those no, early, I know, early, I know, I know, but like you think about those earlier specials, like it's like that's kind of they were they, talking about things that they were, are that masters at social commentary. Oh, masters are, at it! I mean, masters just the, there is no one better at being able to just see something so simply and going fuck oh my god that's yeah right. you know and god yeah. i want to get there one day yeah but in order to get there i gotta get i it's funny first yeah. master me and then i'll master you and that yeah and i'm still i i'm still at funny first <laughs> i'm still like putting funny over everything and then get to me and the me to me and and then man that makes it so much more to look forward to of like god i yeah. can't wait till i can get to that point where i can see things in a way that others you know because you're saying some serious shit that isn't just funny yeah like some of the most recent Chappelle's he's just schooling people on everything happening in the world you know what I mean yeah Mm -hmm. like even some of the stuff that night even with some stuff they're saying it's so true that it's not funny because it's kind of sad what they're talking about yeah yeah you know what I mean like that's some real shit but but I mean the the thing you said about comedy and like as a fan of comedy I'll throw it back to you like that's why music is so important because it gives us a place to go and have these you know, when I hear certain songs that you guys play, it just knocks me back into where I was when I first heard it and these mm-hmm. wonderful memories. And that's like so important and like getting the energy out that way. A- entertainment in general is is so, so important. So essential. In, in whatever way you consume it. I agree. And it's best consumed live. You know, yeah. it's it's not meant to be distilled into a phone. It's no. not meant to True. be in 10 second clips. It's meant to be experienced it's a live. Man, in a real a connection. connection. Yes. It really is, man. It's so important. Yeah. Man. Yeah. Well, fuck, man. I know you're getting tattooed now. Crazy, yeah. Man. This guy's yeah, doing everything in like this is beautiful. three days. Yeah. I'm so glad. Thank you for having me back, of man. Of course. Yeah. I'm so glad I texted you. You feel better you now with your regrets and all your shit? You feel yes. good? Yes. Yes. So better. You Absolutely. can sleep at night knowing. Uh-huh. <laughs> he just won't be on the plane last like night, bro. <laughs> I know. I know. He's no, like, I'm glad, I'm glad same we could do it, though. I'm glad yeah. We could do it. Thank you, man. No, of this course, is great. man. Yeah. I'm looking forward to seeing you perform yeah. someday and all yeah. that. Absolutely. We're going to hang when you guys are in New York. Yep. Yeah, dude. And I'll see you at fucking the festival I, I bought know. tickets for the back door GN2. Judges on there. I saw the whole that line. Yeah, Jordan's not coming. That ticket's yours. Let's do it. I know. That's what I'm saying. I'm backing you up. You're going for all three days? It's not three days. Oh. It's two days. It's just two okay, days. Okay, I'll look yeah. at Furnace Fest. My bad. Yeah. Yeah, yeah so Furnace, many fucking Furnace shows. Fest is, I know, so many shows. Mm-hmm. You should come up and sing a song with us someday. Oh, my God. <laughs> Are you serious? Yeah, I'm dead serious. I will fucking do that. Let me pretty I'll sing Freddy's part. Cocaine heartbeat. Yes. Dude. <laughs> Wait, what? Sing, I don't want to. sing Freddy's part? Yeah. You know who sings Freddy's part? Freddie Madball and you. I'm <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. Dude, if you no, did I, that. It'd be dope. It'd at be a dope. New York show. Oh my God, I'd be honored. That'd Come be on, fucking man. amazing, yeah. dude. And also, you singing on Mad Peaceful's fucking amazing. Thank you. Oh, I yeah. fucking love. I was jamming out to that in my hotel. Oh, hell yeah, dude, yeah, nothing yeah. more than I'd love to see him come sing Freddie's part in New York. Let's that, fucking oh. do it. Oh, dude. You have to start practicing now. Get it in writing. It's that it's okay with no, Freddie. T- <laughs> no, dude. Right now, he doesn't even live in New York. So, like, yeah, dude, yeah. 
The show in September, you're singing Freddie's part. Oh my god! Still oh my god! This is a fact. This is on record. This is everything. <laughs> you look at him. And then, my, and then you just follow the timing. Yeah. Because some people fuck it up, man. Bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't fuck it up. No. I got I, you. Some people fucked it up, but I know you won't. I got you. This is 100 happening, and Chappelle's gonna be there too. Yeah. Oh my god. He's gonna let you rock that mic for that. Rock song. that mic. As long it's as I can down. rock a different song. Yeah, whatever you want. But you're doing guilty, Freddie Mabble. Just sitting on the podcast, Ian. It's gonna do it. Oh it's gonna my be God. so sick. I'm so glad this isn't on video. What about the cane? You're gonna see me cry. You can have the cane. You have the cane too. Then now, that's even harder, dude. Come on, the fucking cane. I know. Cane, come so on, swing that motherfucker. Oh my God. We're gonna be swinging the cane at yeah. people. Still the same fellas. No, it's going down. I swear to God. Oh, dude. On edge on a friendship. It's going Unreal. down. Unreal. He swears on edge, dude. Yeah. On edge, bro. He's like, yo, he's getting, I can see a little emotion going on. This is the real deal. <laughs> yeah, dude. Will you still have the cane until by September? I hope not. I hope not. Nah, dude, you're retirement. looking great. He's looking healthy, ladies. He's looking like Thank fucking you, trim. And fucking I know, yeah, you look yeah. so trim, dude. I'm, I'm fucking doing it, dropping the mic and fucking crowd killing and stage diving <laughs> and fucking losing my, fu I'll wear my contacts that night. You could do a flip nope, out. Yeah, you gotta, do, you gotta, do, there's this uh, video of Toby, 91, where where? Oh, I right, after you do, I do a flip in the crowd. Then Freddie does oh, a flip too. Yeah, during, no, 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 no. I'm oh, talking about uh, during GB set. It was 91 live in 91. Oh, I did a flip across the crowd. It's crazy. Oh my dude. god. Yeah. Oh my god. It's, it's like a cartwheel crazy. almost. It's uh, during Gorilla oh, Biscuit awesome. set. 1991. Toby, was it at the Ritz? At the Ritz, yeah. It's and Toby's wow. just flipping across this crowd. It's insane. September 8th, Monarch in Brooklyn. That's H right near H my apartment. Show Gorilla Biscuits. You come see come Ian singing Guilty by Association. Yeah. It's yeah. going fucking down. It's going down. It's going Bro, down. I am fucking in there like swimwear. What if he starts working out now? He gets yeah. all jacked and you shit. Know what, you know what, Ian? Oh, you know yeah. what, Ian? I'm wearing a wife beater. <laughs> have to. I'm, oh, you have to. Oh, yeah. Without a doubt. Some shorts. Have to. I'm going to fucking Rikers Island workout like you wouldn't <laughs> fucking believe, dog. Hey, Ian, let's start today. Hey. Yay! <laughs> All right, thanks for listening, everybody. This was, this was epic, dude. This was Joe epic. Vasion, uh, the guy who produced the podcast. He loves you, and he knew that this is going to be a great episode. Oh, no way. Oh, so I'm cool. going to tell Joe yeah, from Queens. Yeah. He's going to be stoked. Thanks. That's great. Yeah, he's one, he was telling me about you, and I was like, I know about him through Chappelle. So. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. And he told me about Chappelle. So. Yeah. Awesome. I love that. We're all thanks, connected. Man. All connected. Yeah. All right, we're signing off now. Three-hour podcast. Fuck it. Sick. I always ask my guests if they have any regrets. I personally don't have any regrets. Even when it comes to my tattoos, I have the silliest tattoos. Even my ET on my leg, it's still a childhood memory for me, and I love it. I've had tattoos on top of tattoos strictly because I wanted more tattoos. I started getting tattoos when I was 18. I'm 52 now, and I can't stop. I've had laser treatment before on something on my arm. It's four tattoos on top of each other, and that experience at that place was pretty fast. It was pretty cold. It was in and out, swiped the credit card, don't really tell me much, didn't give me much details or anything was going to happen. So I never went back. So as of most recently, I'm so lucky enough to have had two sessions at Removery Tattoo Removal. My tattoo on my arm that looks like a big black blob is now super light. I've had two sessions. I have a long road ahead of me. None of this stuff happens overnight. You cannot take a tattoo up in one sitting. You have to be patient and it's painful. They ice you up, it's super fast. To me, it felt like a bunch of rubber bands. But what's more painful than that is looking at something on your body that you think you're stuck with for the rest of your life. That sucks. But now for me, I'm really happy I started this journey. I'm slowly gonna get this tattoo removed. I never thought in a million years I have any kind of real estate on my arm. I don't even know what I want, but it's exciting. I'm so honored to announce that One Life, One Chance podcast is now with Removery. I have a code. Use TobyH2O and get $100 off your first session. Call 866-934-4570 or go to removery.com. 
one of the most experienced tattoo remover companies in the world. Over 600,000 remover treatments done, 100 locations, U.S., Canada, and Australia. State-of-the-art peak-away laser technology, cryotechnology to reduce any discomfort. This is so exciting for me because all I do on these podcasts is talk about tattoos. From day one, if you've been listening to this podcast, talk about tattoos, talk about getting removed, talk about getting covered up. So this is such a perfect fit for me. Once again, go to removery.com or call 866-934-4570. Use my code tobyh 20 and get $100 off. These guys are located everywhere. Try it out. Yo, people always ask me what kind of frames I'm rocking. I've been rocking Caddis for a couple years. They make amazing progressive readers, which I wear. Also, they make sunglass readers, anti-glare, anti-smudge coating, anti-scratch, and anti-aging. That's why I look mad young when I wear them. I'm just kidding. Um, but they make amazing frames. Caddis, so stoked to have you guys part of the podcast. You can go to caddislife.com slash Toby10 and get $10 off your first purchase. Stoked. Thank you, Caddis. Welcome to the fam. Yo, yo, Liquid Death. Thank you so much for hydrating all my guests taking care of me and my family and my friends. Love your water. Love your brand. Love what you stand for. Love what you give back to the community. If you want to learn more about Liquid Death and how it started, listen to episode 115 with the co-founder, owner, and creator of Liquid Death, Mike Cesario. Just a punk rock skateboarding kid from Delaware with a dream. It's an incredible story, incredible journey. They have now blessed me with my own code. So if you go liquiddeath.com slash Toby, you get free shipping on any items you order from liquiddeath.com. Thank you so much, Liquid Death. Death to plastic, murder your thirst. Stay hydrated. You know H2O saves lives.